In this world, is the destiny of mankind controlled by some transcendental entity or law? Is it like the hand of God hovering above? At least it is true that Ryan, Steve, and Joey have no control, even over their own show. Welcome to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk Podcast! Today on No Cuts, No Glory, Volume 3, Chapter 7, The Guardians of Desire, Part 5, and 6. Bonus. Part 5 and 6? What the fuck? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. There is a wonderful sex scene in this with a large goat uh, human oh, being. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Prove Steve's wife's point that all all anime is pornography (laughs) (laughs) this is the chapter to show her yep this is it uh i I believe this might be the first orgy scene of many in berserk is that right ryan i I don't think there's been an orgy scene before they they hinted at this specific scene but they didn't show what happened yes Uh, yes but the pagan showing up they they show it (laughs) we get uh not just the other side we get all sides of that scene going right no, um, no full donger. So, yeah. yes, <laughs> we need like the Matrix two like music during that scene where they're in the club, oh, right. and just the cave, this, <laughs> like some techno yeah. stuff. I thought you were going to say the Matrix camera that went around. Oh yeah, that's what <laughs> that, I would have gone that yeah. with the yes. music yeah. as yes. the goat thrusted in. And well, yes. once yeah, the load has been shot, and then it's just like going right into there. The count is yeah, is yeah. <laughs> The ultimate cum dodger. Yeah. Oh, he was quit covered trying, in. Quit trying to dodge the cum and dodge it. <laughs> <laughs> you are the cum. There, if you'll realize, there is no cum. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going. <laughs> it was the, there is no spoon, kid. Right, right, right. Also, I mean, maybe there is no spoon because he, he just doesn't dodge. The cum goes straight. Exactly. And so if you don't believe it's there, you'll never actually choke on it. You can just. Well, it was actually the spoonful of load that was going in like an airplane. Yes, there you go. You're a very interesting man, Mr. Counterson. (laughs) (laughs) It's the smell. Um, (laughs) The count, even further, as we see the young count again. Oh, yeah. Very reminiscent of Steve's cousin. Exactly. This was more. It it is funny how young count is more brain ding dong, old count is more ding dong (laughs) fundy. Yeah, it's 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 uh, Matt, former roommate and and current friend, still Matt. Uh, <laughs> after, of course, all of the corruption and right. <laughs> evil of the world. Deceit. Of him and, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Except Matt is uh, completely powerless and not powerful yeah. at all. So, uh, the good worst luck. of both worlds. <laughs> yeah. Good luck to Matt on his federal martial training program. Attempting. Right. Uh, Remember uh, when I took his name over on the internet? So if you Googled it, my website showed up, and then he made me delete it because he was getting a government job. <laughs> I really uh, need you to do me a salad here, please. Yeah, hey, uh, take that <laughs> off, Mr. Felcher. <laughs> this is inside baseball, but if anyone uh, isn't a crossover fan from Probing Ancient Aliens and Probing Gaia, uh, Matt has been a character in Steve's life for quite a long time, and then mine as well, but uh, used to be Steve's roommate. He's very 
It's a very sad, depressed man. Yeah. Um, and when we would record at the house, he was there numerous times. So it would make yes. camera appearances, yell in the background, things of that nature. Big anime fan, but mostly centered around yeah. Dragon Ball Z and I think One Piece or something. But uh, yeah. So just kind of a just he's into the popular one. So he's also kind of a douche. Oh, well, no, he has a Crunchyroll account and watches all kinds of goofy shit. He watched that thing where it was like the elementals and they were a fire department and they all like it was like oh. a high science, uh, no, high fantasy, modern take where high the science. firefighters controlled fire so they could. Fire that was like their, is, is that, that it? Yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Watching goofy shit like Freak, that. Yeah. Freaky it was night, huh? Bad show. It's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, uh, that, Pixar, are hot. <clears throat> that Pixar movie that's coming out is all about those elementals, too. They right, right. The city and the fire and the water want to fall in love or something like that. Right. So. And it's not about people with special needs. You know, they're elemental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a Spanish language movie about yeah. <laughs> especially the elemental. <laughs> right. A crazy woman. <laughs> yes. Um, welcome. Two, no guts, no glory. The Berserk Podcast. We are. Is there what seven or eight episodes, something like that, at this point? Well, uh, if it's chapters are... five and six. Oh, chapter seven. Duh, that's right. So it's part. It's part five and six. Oh, part five, the Guardians right. of Desire sub chapters. But for the sake of continuity, I'm calling it part five and six, even though it's chapter five and six of Guardians of Desire, because I want to keep the overall chapter as chapter seven, because we're on. I don't know the the actual manga is on chap like chapter three sixty something or three seventy something at this point three seventy three I think, yeah. um, but uh, so eventually that chapter our chapter will you know continue to coincide with the real chapter. But um, we are streaming live at twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens. Probing ancient aliens is our other podcast. Someday we might get a our own Twitch channel for No Guts No Glory, but for right now. Uh, we, it would be a lot more fucking work to set up another one. <laughs> so, um, we are, um, recording on a classic Tuesday night, even though it's supposed to be a Monday night, but, yeah. um, little Stevie had a, his little nephew's little okay. graduation at yes. little foot school where the mascot is little foot, the dinosaur from the, uh, land before time yeah. series and they kill uh someone's parent at the event to yes. simulate the movie exactly yes the one must be sacrificed the to, sacrifice <laughs> to the uh um it was just the end of the fucking world the, the meteor right they all yeah died. just after everyone up and then he probably died anyway right yeah. like Wait, was that actually in the show in the uh, movie, yeah. The yeah. Land Before Time they have is, the meteor? is about, yeah. um, <laughs> it's like post-meteor, where all the fucking, oh, wait, it's yeah, like, like nuclear winter where it's all eating, fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like everything's like... green and good. Okay. It's like a Disney movie, even though it's not, where yeah. everyone just Don dies, Bluth. and then he has to seek out a new home. Yeah, Don Bluth was the creator of like Balto and the other kind of, he was an original Disney animator, and then split off to do his own shit. Mm. But, um, very sad. Very dark movies. Uh, do you remember the little... Um, winged dinosaur, uh, whatever, birdie or whatever. She goes, yep, yep, yep. Like she's like, she's like a chatty. I forgot one. they did that. Yeah. The, the, it's been a while. <laughs> that doesn't matter. The voice actor who was a little kid was murdered by her father. Uh, after I think the second movie, like when she did the sequel or something like that. Yeah. So very sad story. So on a positive well, note, and it was, the uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shook the world. It just hit sure. different. Um, <laughs> Her dad I didn't realize those schools, so they have two oh, schools oh, that feed in that high school. The two grade schools, one's the Eagles, one's the Lions, and then the high school's mascot is a griffin. Wow. So it's the mix of the two. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Never, <laughs> never realized that. Griffin door, huh? Um, 
what the fuck do we do on this show? We do a little housekeeping first. Uh, thanks, of course, to Ryan. Ryan's truly sitting here, his truly, uh, for his violin intro. Thanks for Steve. Thanks for Steve. Thanks to Steve for producing <laughs> that intro. Inspired by uh, the song Sign To uh, by Susumu Hirasawa, who is the kind of preeminent um Eminem. Anim- Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> right. He is preeminent, yeah. Um his hairdo though, very Eminem <laughs> adjacent. So Eminem, I can only assume Eminem no, I haven't was a seen big fan of him and copied him. So it's the little it's the little Caesar Julius Caesar cut, okay. you know, like that was popular back in the day. So yeah, yeah. Um but uh yeah, so assuming here is how the preeminent composer composer for I said cunt <laughs> cunt poser. No composer <laughs> for uh all um berserk anime and video games. So uh if you would like to listen to our show even more please tell your friends about it or we will block your ip address if you do not tell a friend no right. please subscribe no, to the show. no free rides here yes uh subscribe to the twitch twitch.tv slash probing each aliens um we have a patreon steve and i have a patreon that uh, is actually relevant tonight and i'll tell you why in a little bit but uh patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens there are hundreds of pieces of content over there full podcast episodes of uh, our show about ghost adventures, our show about the Gaia Network, our show reviewing most recently Apple TV's Severance, uh, all sorts Ooh. of fun stuff over there uh, to complement Probing Ancient Aliens and Probing Guy, which is our other podcast that is on every other week that No Guts No Glory is not on. Now, speaking of reviews, uh, we apparently do have a new Apple uh, five star Apple review from this person. Um, or so he said in his Patreon message yesterday, as of last night. So check that out. But um, I'm going to read the message. I don't see kind of a, a new review whatsoever. No worries. So maybe he just gave us five star. He You're said five star. Liar. Whatever. Um, but uh, this is from James in London town. And he said, hey, I just started reading through Berserk for the first time. And I love a read through podcast to keep me going and motivated. Very psyched to find your Berserk pod. You guys have a good vibe and bring good context, insight, and perspective to the work. Look forward to reading along with y'all. That's interesting that a, a Londonite is saying y'all like a Southern y'all. American, not a South American. Maybe he, uh, yeah, picks up. He's trying to speak to it. us. Exactly. exactly. He's translating it to us. <laughs> oh, that's ChatGPT for sure. Uh <laughs> I wonder, I, I feel like Southern Americans should start referring to themselves as Southern North Americans. Right. You know, North and South is all <laughs> yes. perspective. Yes. It's, uh, it, you know, you could turn the map upside down yeah. if you want. Yeah. You could fly a Confederate flag, you know, so. Um, well, <laughs> you could have it tattooed on your asshole like I do. But uh, hey, revolutionary instead of Florida, <laughs> Florida being flaccid, it'd be right up there. Right. Be right. <laughs> upside down. Also, oddly, on the forehead of the person instead of down where right, it's right. supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, depending how you flip it, is it, yeah, are we going oh, horizontal yeah, flip, uh, <laughs> vertical Flip, flip the flaccid slap. Um, he continues, I subbed here, meaning our Patreon, to support the show, that show, but we'll check out this one too. Left you five stars and a review on Apple too. You keep churning them out and I'll keep listening. Thanks, James in London. Thank you, James. We really appreciate cool. it. That's jolly good fellow. Yeah. Sometimes the European ones don't show up on the US reviews, oddly. Mm. I've noticed that in probing where you'll see something from some of those fucking foreigners. Um, <laughs> But then I can't see it on my. <laughs> oh, got it. Is it like it's IP locked or you'd have to go to no insight or app or some sort of that. regional yeah, block? Of, yeah, it wasn't translated to American yet. Right. It was, exactly. It was processing. Yep. <laughs> all the OI govs had to be taken out. Right. And all the C words. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
Because it's not a big deal over there to say exactly. Oh, just like fanny. y'all in quotations, <laughs> yeah. y'all cunts, oigo, apples and pears take the stairs. Right. Uh, <laughs> I parked my car in Harvard Cockney. Yard. <laughs> well, mine isn't as funny. I was going to say Cockney. How about a whole cock leg? But that's right. It, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so that was cool. That was our first ever. That's our first ever non-fan or non-probing ancient aliens fan because we've had a couple of those come over and say hey i'm listening to the berserk show now which makes more sense uh this is the first time someone said i found this podcast and now i'm listening to maybe your other content or i'm just here i just found your podcast right right right. uh to take that extra step to give us a buck on patreon is very kind of you james so yes uh, sir full name jimothy i'm sure sweet james just like the billboard (laughs) have you seen those billboards around here yes (laughs) there's a lawyer uh, who heavily advertised billboards and uh, billboards. <laughs> Hello, I sing the ads of this <laughs> His um, face makes me feel a little bit weird. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a little overly photoshopped and therefore pedophile And he had that um, series where he purposely did the billboards upside down, too. Wait, what he did? Yeah. They're, to where it's like, wait, that's upside down, but then enough of it read normal. I'm like, oh, he did that on purpose. Yes. Yes. To catch uh, your eye. Now, if uh, there were billboards who actually had to be up there on that billboard stand, that would pretty be a pretty high-paying job, I would think. Right, because a bard's pretty a singer of some sort. <laughs> there it is, yeah. They shoot the money up there with the t-shirt cannons from, like, uh, NASCAR right. shows and concerts and shit. So. Exactly. I guess not a concert thing, huh? Who's, I don't think anyone's shooting t-shirts. Uh, events. Yeah, like sporting events. Yeah. <laughs> Me at my house. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess that's it for housekeeping. Uh, we have a little segment here and we're going to give the honor to old P Matthews 412 in the twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens chat, who is going to ask us, how are you doing Ryan, Steve and Joey? And also what are we watching and what are we playing in terms of video games or genitals? <laughs> See, <laughs> uh, Ryan, let's do it in the order it's written. Therefore, Ryan. Oh, oh, all right. All right. Uh, hey guys, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. <laughs> Working on some accents. Hey, Jimothy, yeah. Jimothy, I'm doing okay, Jimothy and P. Man, doing some character work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I actually, um, I just picked up my uh, anime expo ticket. Uh, oh, four nice. day. Nice. Not gonna go four days. Oh, you went. You but you got a multi day pass. Wow. Yeah, because it's 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 the same price as going two days. So I was like, oh, uh, okay. OK, yeah, 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 yeah. For four days. But anyway, I'm kind of excited about that because I'm really looking forward to smells of sweat and uh, mm. and no deodorant. It's it's going to be oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we but, had a little bit of that at the, the show. We'll talk about that yeah. we had this weekend, too. But, but uh, yeah, that's a big show. So there's like because you, you haven't been right. I have not been to the this one. Yeah. I've been to some other expos, but not. It takes over the whole LA Convention Center. Mm. Oh, wow. So there's That's like huge. one part of it's like this ginormo dealer floor, um, which part of it is split off for, you know, older people. Um, you know, they're only selling Geronimo products in there. The content. You, you said know. Geronimo dealer floor? Exactly. Oh, God. No, I said a ginormo. Or Geronimo. <laughs> yeah, they, they killed each other. Yeah. Um, but then there's like like then like big areas where they're the the panel, and then there's like certain areas where you can just like I think watch anime and stuff, and then yeah, obviously all the shit like, happening outside. Games too, you can play and just yeah, yeah, just places to chill, which is nice. I looked Honkai at the Star Rail. I'm sure will be there. Yeah, dude, getting an update today. <laughs> oh yeah, and then there's a whole <laughs> downstairs under the <laughs> the parking garage. There's a whole other level of like small booth dealers and like artists too. I forgot about that. Oh, in the parking garage. 
that's where they hold paint. Wow. Like that was the, where the first kamikaze was, was in the garage below. Uh, so they like clear that out. And then it's like a whole other dealer space. It's where all the taboo hentai. No, no, no. That's on the main dealer floor. That's in the partition. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Joking. I was pretty disappointed in the two other cons that I went to. Didn't have like enough of that shit. Taboo, taboo hentai. Yeah. 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 Like they, like I want to see like an actual dedicated section and yeah, not just no. like, Oh, here's a little like room for dweebs that right, kind of right. smells dusty. Yeah. And it's like, no, like you want the current <laughs> cool stuff. I don't want just a room right. full of Geralt's hey. pictures with no clothes on. Where's the cool variety. stuff? Yeah. <laughs> there was literally like the last one I went to, it was just a red room and you didn't know it just said hentai on the thing or 18 mm. plus you go in there. It's just Geralt. The whole wow. thing. Every piece of art there is Geralt. And it's just, there's nothing to hold the pill back. That's crazy. So, <laughs> most, so it was just gay Geralt porn? Yes. Yes. Wow. Well, BDSM and... I, right, I won't, right, right. Slash I some stuff to the imagination, but it was... Uh, it, right. Part, BDSM, of course. Big Dick Sexy Man is the... Right acronyms exactly uh you know so i bought some but then i was you know i wanted more <laughs> um i can't no, mo- most conventions <laughs> most conventions that stuff's banned out- outright really um so this is the one like i said there's a partition or... <laughs> both especially that it, it has a big circle with a line through it and you know then it shows the actual pitch yeah on the wall that is um insane. no but again this one like maybe 25 30% was that partitioned area where there was a giant line to get into which we didn't wait in but um oh okay yeah. once again proving your wife wrong if it was 100% your <laughs> yeah attention would just be, <laughs> be oh, yeah. right the um, 30% actually, would be Gundam only okay yes. you're going to have to you're going to have to somehow work it out with Ryan to get the other two days on his four day pass exactly <laughs> And take your wife there and show right. her. I'll drop her off one of the days. Then I'll go the other. <laughs> we only have the one pass. Paper eyelids open. Spread so out. Spread wait. out. Yeah. No, one of the funniest things I saw there. Um, <laughs> it was this umbrella. And when you open the umbrella and looked up, it was a print like a schoolgirl's dress. Like you're oh, standing under the what? dress. I've seen that shit. Not in, in a convention. my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. It's, it reminds me of like those car prints on the side where they're filling up the gas and putting oh, yeah, the thing yeah. right in Right, the right. It, it was like, oh my God, who is buying this? But anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I'm happy for you because that's that, if you're into that, that's like the mecca in this country, I think, of anime, obviously. So, yeah, but I'm pretty excited about that. I I looked at the panels. There's like nothing I'm interested in, but mm. I mean, I'm sure the artist alley and all that stuff is going to yeah, you know, fill up my time because I one of my friends was like, yeah, everything you go to there is going to have a line like browsing. Yeah. It has a line like walking. You have a line to walk <laughs> like everything there is just going to be waiting. So I'm not looking forward to that part, but um, are you going with friends? Yeah, yeah. I, OK, um, so, uh, I was going to say when I went. <laughs> I don't know if I've gone to convention solo where it's like, okay, no one else wants to go. So I'm just going to go. I didn't go to this stuff, but there is a lot of like parties and after parties too. So like they'll hand out flyers. So it's like, Oh, we're having an anime thing at this bar down the road. I hope I can find one. Cause like the, like they'll be advertising were like either really, really expensive, like higher price than the actual tickets for the Mm. convention or they were sold out because they were bunny girls. And that was like, Uh. you know, you know now so. steve would you recommend as a pro in in those times where you were alone at what mm-hmm. i'm assuming is like a incel con and loser con, right 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 uh <laughs> did you ask the um uh the other 
uh, booth, <laughs> the booth guys, booth babes. The did you ask the the vendors, whatever? Uh, like, where are there like because uh, there's unofficial parties to a lot of these things too, right? Where, Again, I'm not a party person, so I never, I never went to any of the parties. That's what I'm saying. They they're always hyping it, but um, yeah. sometimes they'll talk about if you're nice to those people. No, no that's some, they would tell at uh, you know room seven twenty. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, they, I mean, yeah, I did go to bedrooms, but right. not. <laughs> Yeah. started as a party there's, uh, there's no caho here so i'm kind of disappointed oh. so you know <laughs> i'm not really I, once is i'm sure there will be multiple uh j iteration big boob idols there for you to uh ogle and ogle and that's too know. idle <laughs> you ever play honk eye honk. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my gosh>. uh, <laughs> yeah. when is that when is anime expo uh july 1st through 4th i believe oh wow they're doing yeah. independence day so yeah, they always do. It's nerd. always on Fourth of July. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But mm. I, I hopefully won't have to drive. I'm hopefully get a carpool with someone because, mm. I yeah, people are getting drunk and all that stuff. So, not not into that. But yeah. oh, during the day, you yeah, mean? D- yeah, like July Fourth. I'm sure. Right. Who would go to a convention, sneak oh, exactly. some alcohol, and drink most of the day? Well, no, I, I'm assuming you're saying yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on December fourth, losers 4th. get wasted at a con. Exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm looking forward to that and, uh, you know, playing some Hong Kong, you know, uh, <laughs> and, and I'm on season three of, uh, Battlestar Galactica and people are getting nice. occupied. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean, it's getting new Caprica, crazy. baby. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You got Baltar. the long haired Starbuck in there. You got, uh, um, yep. you got Gata playing the political game yep. and, uh, no spoilers, no yep. spoilers. <laughs> but yes, I'm having fun. I'm having fun. That's how nice. I'm doing. Nice. What about now, you? Oh, 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 first quick question yeah. out of many quick questions. No, uh, is Honkai Star Rail, which is the by the <laughs> makers as Genshin Impact, is this a more like late teen, early adult thing? Because 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 Genshin's pretty kid oriented, like young adult. Yes, oriented. Uh, it, it's it feels like any of so if you're at all interested in like the story or the lore of the game, it like actually is a bit more serious and dark than Genshin was Genshin. I feel like still had an okay story, but it was, yeah, like you said, like very kid friendly and, and the little side character, which is like links fairy saying, Hey, listen, like she's explaining everything as if a kid needed it to be. I played about three hours of that game and like wanted to get into it. And I could not take the, the animeness of it. It was too much. It was too intense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, For me, it it was kind of that perfect, happy medium at the time because I needed a chill game. Like I needed something that wasn't like hyper competitive. I was only playing like really competitive shooters Mm. or like uh, really intense, like strategy stuff that was real time. So it's like I needed something to just chill for a second. But yeah, I'd say Star Rail is like a little bit more or or a little bit less kid friendly and they they don't like over explain everything. They kind of just let the story do its thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's like an amazing like 10 out of 10 game or something, <laughs> but I've been enjoying it. So. Yeah, people. I mean, it's very yeah. popular. People like it. So yeah, it's North. still very anime, but you know, yeah, some people like that. Like me. I love some anime. I mean, I'm waiting for I mean, fucking Final Fantasy 16 is coming out in a couple in a week, I think, or mm. whatever, which is, uh, you know, it's, it's Europeanized medieval fantasy, but it's still a Square Enix game, which means it's going to have anime ish tropes. It apparently has. 15 to 20 hours of cutscenes, which for a Final Fantasy game, I'm actually stoked for. But it sounds like a Kojima game. Yeah, exactly. I know. Um, yeah. It looks pretty influenced by him, too. It's much more westernized, which I'm excited for, because Final Fantasy 15 was one of the worst things I've ever experienced in my life. So uh, speaking speaking of lots of gay fan art, because those oh, four yeah, boys. I'm sure. I'm sure. Who are just friends in the game were, you know, of course. Ugh, Power just, twinking. 
Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, is so. that a gay porn person, Abe Twinkin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would because never free yeah, the slave yeah. unless they do what Dan is. <laughs> you want to see what's under my hat? <laughs> uh, oh, it's gum, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because when I have cum breath, I got right fresh. He has an asshole it's in the top of his head. Uh, <laughs> uh, side note: Are you got any of you guys playing or uh, into Diablo? The right, Diablo the I've been Diabheads. I've been thinking of pulling the trigger on that. I heard it's not as good. As good as oh, what? reviews have been excellent for it. Yeah, the, the person I know that's obsessed. She she was like, I'm not into it anymore. This she's like, I beat all the campaigns already, and now oh, everyone's wow. just farming. Oh, wow. Interesting. Oh, I, I have heard some people say that, like, that have played all the Diablos before. They're like, well, you know, it's it's Diablo. It's good, right, right. but I'm used to it by now. So maybe I'm just, you know, over the, the series. Yeah. But yeah. They, I heard they went really safe in that, like, they they made a solid just Diablo game. So because, mm. uh, yeah, three was pretty uh, polarizing in a lot of ways. I remember it's like beloved, but a lot of people that were Diablo one and two fans didn't like three. But some of them really did because it was very I mean, when that game launched. It had a fucking. It had the whole auction house controversy where you could literally just buy with with cash, leveled up, oh, right. leveled up weapons and crazy shit to just you know oh. skip ahead and stuff like that. And then and then people were just hoarding stuff to sell it on the auction. And then they fucking just killed it like three months right. ago or something. But, but by then they lost a lot of goodwill. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I uh, I have never been into Diablo or knew much about it at all, ex- other than the name. And then, like, I just Same. happened to watch a couple cinematics, and holy shit, mm. Blizzard really does a good job yeah. with their cinematics. Have you guys ever seen any of the uh, little like trailers or cinematics for Diablo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they they're phenomenal. Like yeah. the uh, the animation quality and like uh, it's it's really good. So they're very yeah. Blizzard's obviously very good at world sure. building through content. Not but now they're they're clipping everything. Content. Yeah, right. I, I really liked the Overwatch. Um, uh, what's it? The cinematics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing that jumped to my mind. Uh-huh. I had to say the the, the PC one. The slash uh, Garrett. <laughs> Garrett of River. Garrett of Drain. Smash Diva in a <laughs> in a doctor's office. No. Um, <laughs> check it out no uh that, that, i like the uh the cinematics a lot i'm one of my friends is really into it the the blizzard friend so got it oh yeah, yeah i'll see if i end up getting into it as well but uh yeah i've never played a diablo game once and from my from my despite reading many stories about and hearing about pop, i mean it's ultimately just a dungeon crawling party based if you want kind of action rpg loot grinding game correct yeah okay pretty much yeah. and people say the combat's really fun yeah so, yeah uh which that, is the that's, main gameplay loop that's what i've heard about this one is that a lot of people actually prefer the controller on this one compared to the mouse and keyboard which wasn't always the case with hmm. past diablo so interesting just word on the street word on the street yeah. uh yeah, that's how i'm doing how you doing steve i'm doing okay um yeah, we've just been busy the past few weekends. Uh, won't dive too deep. We'll save this for the next show. But uh, Joey and I were out in contact in the desert this weekend out in Palm Springs. So uh, alien, uh, there's some spiritual stuff, uh, yeah. high new self, alien. new agey things. Uh, on a game front, we did talk to someone the first night we were there. Yes. Who was a, again, he seems to be real. 
again, but we'll preface. I don't know, but I looked it up. And as far as the content he's been on, he is an actual ex CIA guy, right? So an ex CIA guy talking about disclosure. So disclosures, you know, the government and everyone admitting there is aliens. Um, but he went on to talk about some other stuff and he was talking about how the government obviously does deals with tech, private industry or private, uh, private sector. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's like alien stuff that potentially comes back and forth, hardware, software. Um, but this wasn't so much around that, but it was just how they worked with Microsoft because they're like, we don't want to deal with the hardware. So you guys give us the hardware and we're going to hack your software. Give us, the, give us the source code for Windows. Right. And we will, us... we will make sure that every government office uses Windows exclusively and not. Right, Apple. right. So we in the source code to create a uniquely secure version of it for ourselves. Right, right, right. So all this back and forth. Uh, long story short, government's deep in with Microsoft. Microsoft is gets into gaming. They buy multiple large companies um, that have MMOs, and that's the new place for the CIA to work. Yes, and do their uh, intelligence connections because if you think about it. If you're in Russia playing on a VPN, doing whatever, no one's looking for spies in an MMO, right? And how are you going to track and, and monitor that content? So it was interesting. He's like, that's how the government's doing uh, a lot of their their intelligence. Yeah, he was, uh, like, he was like, there's this company that they first went to uh, out in Maryland. I was like, Bethesda Softworks and, and Zenimax. He's like, yes, yes, yes. And he's like, because Fallout 76 and all the, you know, like, again, Anyone can go on and just make an online character. And then he says that's the new form of dead drops. So instead of like in the old days, you'd leave a message in a random trash can in a random park on a random time and day. Mm -hmm. And only one other person would know where to pick that message up. Many times that message would lead to another message and another until you get the real message. It's very like, you know, James Bondy CIA shit. But instead he's like now the encryption is already kind of done by being a video game and no one's right. going to check anything. And people are fucking typing nonsense to each other or live right. chatting nonsense to each other constantly anyway. So you can and, live uh, chat together. You don't even have to drop. Exactly. Yeah. So you can just send a message, talk to somebody in world shit like that and have encrypted yeah, and be basically untraceable. So, so that was, that was, yeah, he just, yeah, uh, we had a again. We'll go into more detail on, on the probing guy, but the uh, this this weird fucking lady who had a wet bag, um, right? She soaked the chair underneath, like introduced, like she kind of a knew him or something. Super friendly lady, yeah. And then he came over and, and then him. stayed for like an hour over drinks and was just telling us all this shit. So wow, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Fun. That was yeah, that so was that like was hour a... one of getting there and <laughs> right, right. Wow. Getting, uh, okay. getting down from our rooms and going to the bar that first Thursday. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, that was four days. So yeah, that's just kind of what we've been doing. And then, yeah, I feel like every weekend I've just been busy. So I haven't like hardcore watched anything. And again, I just have been off uh, playing the games for quite, I used to, again, play a shit ton. I just have not uh, used to play a lot of, uh magic the gathering and played that competitively as well but mm. during covid kind of fell off because i enjoy the actual cards and such and you were a um, splinter cell guy way back in the day stuff. well yeah yeah just the first person shooter splinter cell we <laughs> sterling and i were ranked uh in the top 250 uh playing as mercs on the whole the whole web <laughs> um he has a tramp stamp of that on his i do yeah his, I mean, it's the, the date i achieved it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the old days where we would make people melt down in the chat room <laughs> just by 
acting like gay guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just angering people by being nice gay guys, basically. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just saying they sounded fat. Yes. Um, <laughs> this was back in the Xbox and Xbox 360. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Little, I mean, it's could, always, it still can be toxic, but toxic, but even more. Well, you just, yeah, you could talk in game. And then obviously the room was where all the shit went down. Yes. So again, I think I brought it up, but we were in Game Pros top 10 trash talking moments yes. twice in the same article <laughs> game Pro magazine which is i think defunct now. it was on a web it was on their website that yeah, was yeah. an article but anyway uh, i mean I'm, i was curious just because you've talked about playing switch games sometimes on some of some of what of a regular basis with your wife so i didn't know if you guys right. were playing nintendo games either yeah yeah no we, well we get we get stuck on the, like we you know like the luigi's mansion like the um kind of puzzle games right uh co-op, you know, co-op and then we'll games. play uh, with some family members as well online, but just kind of fun. Like, like competitive Splatoon three, exactly. Sure. I hear that's pretty good. I don't know. You are. Just <laughs> I'm not Zelda. No. That's literally like Nintendo's mega popular answer to a shooter game, where it's a third person shooter, and you play a bunch of various squid humanoids, and you literally shoot ink on everything. Oh, and it's like fucking mega popular. It's crazy. Oh, there we go. Never played one second. Never will. Never want to. But. Uh. I'll look for it on the app system and not buy it then. It, so so popular, in fact, is Splatoon that Sony very stupidly, and it's going to it's going to be a complete waste of resources on their recent um, uh, showcase where they revealed like their upcoming games for the next year or two. One of those games is called Foam Stars, and it's a fucking Splatoon knockoff where semi-attractive Fortnite-esque character designs are shooting sudsy foam E-jacking. at each other and you can like climb up the foam and like all this it looks fucking mm. awful but yeah. yeah everyone's like this is nobody knows why they put that in their fucking right, right. their deck everyone was just waiting for spider-man 2 but oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. or um, metal gear delta was it yeah it's like but they're using it's it's like it's gonna be just kind of a graphical you know, overhaul. It's not going to, it's not going to be think? like, it's not going to be a game it's, remake. It's not going to be final fantasy seven remake esque because they're, they already confirmed they're using the same exact voice clips. They are not changing it from the original game, which means they can't really change a lot of the acting. They're not doing any new motion cap apparently, <laughs> which is just like, okay. I mean, Wait, then how are they going to have the new models? So updated? I, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I mean, again, uh, GPT <laughs> news just came out, but it doesn't bode well for the, uh, if everyone was hoping for a complete remake versus a remaster of the, I mean, it'll be probably in between remastered remake, but, hmm. um, but we'll see. Um, trailer was kind of lame. I thought, hmm. uh, but, uh, cause it was just CG. There was no gameplay. There was no anything. So, yeah. uh, people also pointed out that his, his headband is like so tight that you see his, like as it lays on him, or it's so thin, apparently, that his his rippling muscles also show through the headband that's laying on his skin, and it's like very. It looks like he has like a like it's a part of his skin that's like attached mm. to himself or something. I did not strange, look at that part, but yeah. that's kind of. We're funny. gonna see a lot of that content at Anime yeah. Expo. <laughs> it's gonna be a room of just snake this time. Yes. Oh no! Right, right. <laughs> oh fuck! And yeah, his girl's getting fucked by this thing with a bunch of snake yeah. brain. I didn't know I could be so hard. <laughs> um are you good steve i'm okay. good i'm good how are you joe uh i'm doing okay yeah we just got back from contact in the desert thursday through sunday uh was super fascinating um already listening to one of anthony peak's audio oh i downloaded that as well yeah. hidden universes uh oh. hidden, yeah hidden universe uh a a study of non-human intelligences oh uh, i did the um not the avatar but the daemon 
Oh yes, yeah, that one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I did a full Audible trial thing, so I got two. I, of them. Also, I have too many Audibles from our past lives when we had a book club. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just racked up points. Oh, nice. I also downloaded the Book of Enoch just to listen to. Oh, nice, bit, so. interesting. Just the apocryphal. I, um, I'm assuming I haven't listened. Maybe I effed up and downloaded. I would hope thing, it's an English but, translation or something. Yeah. But yeah, because um, you can't speak Ethiopian, my friend. Are you sure about that? <laughs> sure about that? Sure about that? Turn on the voice changer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, other than that, still plugging along with um, Horizon Forbidden West so that I can play the DLC, uh, Burning Shores. Um, mm. I was also too exhausted to even play it last. I played it last night, but the, the, the night we got home and Monday was, uh, or no, last night was Monday. Sunday. Was yeah, so yes, Sunday night. But, um, um, and then we are almost done with season one of Apple TV's foundation. Um, Isaac Asimov's own foundation and the, and the second season, July 24th. So we don't have to wait that long, which is cool. So, uh, that shit is fucking bonkers. Like it's crazy. Like it's a, it's so high. It's very high sci-fi um high science one might say exactly (laughs) and uh but so yeah like i said i said on either our last show or a patreon or something recently i was like it's one of those sci-fi shows that makes you feel smarter as you watch it which is really cool um and uh i mean that's partly because david s goyer is one of the the main writers and he did like you know he was chris nolan's partner on all the the batman begins trilogy and all that shit so um but yeah it's uh like where it got to in this, we have one episode left and where it got to in the second to last episode is like fucking crazy. So, um, it's, it's like Witcher season one on Netflix was annoying because it was ace. The timeline was asynchronous, but they weren't really telling you that you had to figure it out and they were super vague about everything. Whereas this, it skips around time a lot, but it's specifically telling you when this is, it's not trying to, it's not trying to fuck with you. It's just trying to build, this interesting story that also then has to do with time sometimes too. But um, hmm. yeah, that's super good. Uh, I highly recommend that. And, uh, glad we didn't watch it when it came out because it was, it was like 2021 when it came out and we would have uh, okay. now. So you said it was called uh, foundation. Mascara? Oh, foundation. Mascara. Right. <laughs> Sounds just like <laughs> mascara. He said foundation. I don't yeah. know. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Come on. He was joking. Actually is a better joke than I gave it credit for. And I missed it. So I, <laughs> I am the old man here. Um, Why would anybody uh, promote locale beer? (laughs) So one time Joey and I were at a Whole Foods early in craft beer days. Yeah. Yeah. And it said local beer. And it was, it was a chalk written sandwich uh, board. Yeah. So handwritten. And the C in local was like slightly bigger than the O next to it. So I was like, what the f- this isn't low cal beer. It's fucking. Yeah, why would they promote that? And I'm like, like you like, mean local beer? Joey's local beer? <laughs> had a few of those moments. Oh, yeah. And they're great. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah. And then uh, my school starts next week. So I have already have some reading assignments and stuff this week. Um, and uh, got my first textbook in the mail. <laughs> textbook by Amazon. What a fucking world. We live in now in college. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> was it still just as expensive as a normal textbook would be? Thankfully, no, but it, it is too expensive for a book that's only about 70 pages long. It was like 40 bucks. And I was like, that's too much for a paperback. Yeah. That's whatever, but it's fine. Um, oh, it was paperback too? Uh. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's like no. fucking online files. Like the, the, the system at, at the university I'm going to is actually really nice, but um, you know, it's, it's like, 
it's like the syllabus is actually worth looking at constantly because it gives you like here's literally everything we're doing week to week and here's links to it and all that stuff it's like oh this is great instead of having the one a pink piece of paper from the stupid professor and then going to the fucking bookstore and dropping nine hundred dollars <laughs> right and you'll yeah. see you'll see 60 of that back when you sell those books back at the end of the semester or whatever so different world just like the bill cosby produced sitcom a different world it was created to get lisa bonet off of the cosby show because they didn't get along true story um anyway i think it is time for everyone's favorite segment i've been told this by our legions of fans that we have everyone's favorite segment uh our four sentence summary where voices we, in my head <laughs> where uh one of us uh describes off the cuff the events of this week's chapter or segment what have you i think it's my turn again i want to say yeah i think Probably. i went horribly last time. you went last time. i made a hike no it was actually good yeah <laughs> um, i mean i mean a lot of it is funny i mean like comic books in general by their very nature, even if you read a lot, only so much is happening. I mean, I'm sure, right. I mean, you read fucking Watchmen and it's like a novel. It's like, it's you know, right, it's right, right, but, right. Um, but your average comic book is, uh, it's, you know, there's still not, it's not like reading a hundred pages of a novel right. and then trying to put yeah. that in. It is a theater of the mind to a certain extent. Or you read uh, Where's Waldo? And you just, <laughs> exactly, yes. Man with the red hat. Man with the yeah. Waldo. <laughs> Thousands uh, of beachgoers. Yeah. <laughs> Why would anyone want to go on this beach where you're touching stomachs with everyone? Um, but I think it is my turn. So, yes. Sentence. Uh, well, I'll give you like five sentences because it's two books if you want, technically. Mm, <laughs> I don't I don't think I need that though. I, think I don't either, but if you need uh, that, I mean you could do four and four or you could do four. I don't think we do five. That that just fucks everything. Okay. Right. I think I'm gonna go for brevity. There we go. Uh, brevity, as we all know, is the soul of wit. Is I Joe's, Joe's going hard to paint, taking it off. And what the Count's <laughs> finally revealed name is, Brevity. Count yes, Brevity. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. Even though he's the most verbose asshole yeah. ever. <laughs> he never shuts up. You're so weak. Um, the name is ironic. <laughs> uh, sentence one. The interstice forms as a whirlwind around the Count's city state whatever it is called and our plucky crew of guts teresia and puck are drawn into the mc escher like interdimensional space with the god hand our pucky crew yes yeah. <laughs> uh sentence two uh uh let me think here i'm not gonna i'm gonna actually i'm even gonna do this watch this i'm gonna not look at in my notes so not cheat um I'm not cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Sentence two. Despite Gut's best efforts to be noticed by Daddy Griffith slash Femto, the God Hand and Femto only have eyes for the Count, who is pleading for his life, and they demand, as usual with these apostle-type situations, a sacrifice of deep meaning to the person requesting power. Sentence three. Ubik or Ubik, the little floating god hand, in telling the count that his suggestion of guts as the sacrifice is not meaningful enough, reveals to Teresia guts et al. in the room 
what really happened to the Count's wife, which was as follows. She was, colon, she was in a pagan orgy. The Count killed everyone but her, could not bring himself to kill her. He is suicidal, and we learn how he really becomes the slug man that he is today. Sentence four, the final sentence. That's not part of the sentence. The title of the sentence. That's not part of the sentence either. Can I, ask you a qu- <laughs> Can I ask you a question? You just did. Uh, and my gullible was like, what? No, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you have three wishes yeah. left. Wait, two wishes left. Uh, sentence four. The count dies. <laughs> I should say his head dies. Yeah, the count, the count finally dies and is sucked into hell. Uh, much exposition is given on what, you know, hell is and this ritual of the invocation of doom is and all that fun stuff. Teresia witnesses all this. She is traumatized. The god hand disappear in the blink of an eye, as does the interstice. And Guts <laughs> completely berates this traumatized girl and suggests suicide herself, uh, goading her into living for something, which in this case is a quest for revenge on Guts, comma, final comma here, and we as the audience are treated to maybe the most repeated meme of Guts we have ever seen, which is Guts crying as he leaves the door to the broken Count's castle. The end. <laughs> you ended that like a bedtime story all yes. like decrescendo the <laughs> yeah. voice in the, uh, the that's, my, that's my rap man uh, <laughs> specialize in Italian D rap period crescendo because yep. my decrescendo is all the time <laughs> uh, more of a needle um, point guy oh wow what a what a what a what a four sentences yeah. what a what yeah. a those are the four sentences I have of all time. I think yeah. it was it was tough in one sense because those those were the basic beats, which is really all we're supposed to be doing in a summary. But um, there's so much lore and exposition in this, which is really cool. Like I was never bored, even though it's like my third time reading this. But like uh, there's so much lore and exposition because we are now as the reader faced officially with the antagonists of the series, the the meta overarching. Right. Series. Right. These introducing are the, i was gonna say these are the gandalfs no these are the fucking the elite uh, four yeah. wait the elite five uh, <laughs> the team rocket yeah. um no these are this is this is these are the thanoses of uh <laughs> of the, the stones <laughs> the thani uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was 420 you get infinity stone mm. uh, <laughs> it all fucking never ends but... watching thanal yeah. <laughs> really into thanal reuses that that fits oh yeah <laughs> It can grow to any size, even inside you. <laughs> That's a pretty good roll. One snap of my finger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and your prostate is snap like a slim <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can create. I can create. Uh, you know, a uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, if you want. You know? yeah. <laughs> possible, anything possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, this this ep- this episode, this couple of chapters here. I mean, this is the end of the Guardians of the Desire chapters. Um, fucking golden age arc is, is right after this. We're really getting into the meat and potatoes here, but, uh, yeah, this was not so much action packed, but verbiage packed, right? Um, Mm -hmm. maybe even fudge packed when you think of Griffith, you know what I mean? But, uh, (laughs) uh, yeah, we get like the kind of 
you know, to the point of being pretty word vomity by the God Hand. The God Hand are very generous with their um with their words. <laughs> they are explaining yes. to someone that's already been through <laughs> the ritual they are talking about, right. which is the Count Slugman. They are explaining how it works, but it's cool because uh they've been alluding to this. I mean, God, even if you were reading this in real time, this is like the first couple years of this comic kind of culminating, you know, mm-hmm. it's a huge this huge climax like Thanal, but uh uh but yeah we get we get the lore of um the ritual that turns you into an apostle it's kind of alluded yep. to the sacrifice and all that stuff before but uh we get the first face-to-face meeting of griffith and guts in the series i believe we yep. get the first appearance of the griffith falcon eye like we get his you know his his sociopath eye his his big old um, eye socket just you know looking at you like a like a predator animal um in this uh griffith looking extra buff in his femto form here looks like yeah. a huge superhero man he's got um, like seven shoulders or something yes. i don't yeah, know yeah. Like, his muscles and have like, muscles and his like his nipples kind of like melt down into spikes which go to his next nipple on his seven shoulder you know what i mean somehow like, his sternum looks buff and i don't yes, even know how exactly. that's possible <laughs> like his bones look strong yes. yeah and again it's it's i mean kind of like with like Hellraiser, you kind of knew which which the God Hand are inspired by. You kind of knew that it was like clothing they were wearing, but also sometimes it was sewn into them and things like that. Whereas right, like right, the right. God Hand are a little like just that ever so slightly more HR Giger esque, like a little more bio organic. Where you're like, where right. does the except where do the accessories and materials end and they begin? You know yeah. what I mean? Where does art start and where does art begin? <laughs> the classic question by Steve. Um, we also get a uh, not full frontal, but full backle of Conrad. And I think I realized for maybe the first time, because you usually see him up by the front. He has a turtle like appearance, which I didn't real a turtle or like beetle like appearance, which I didn't. He almost has like a shell. Very hunched. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought you were going to talk about the other full backle that's on the top left of the page. Oh, yes, but yes. I mean, you know, that's oh, yeah. we see more of that hundred or so chapters later, yes. but yes, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of pans of slam in this one where she's showing her various parts. There's two or three panels where she's got her tongue. Yeah. There's like seven out. ways she's licking her lips. <laughs> yeah. <just> kind of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's not forget, uh, how this starts with the, uh, the whole tornado, you know, Taz comes in. <laughs> 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 over, the town, right? <laughs> uh, over the whole town <laughs> no yeah. we don't even know what australia is down here <laughs> because this is a cockney accent y'all. not an australian accent y'all <laughs> oops <laughs> oh man they uh and, and then there's also okay wait which one is the dude that doesn't look like he conrad, conrad is the turtle right? man he, yeah, yes. yeah turtle man when he's folding his fingers it looks like one of those things you'd see in a biology like cell description yes yeah, you know the yeah. little like wavy thing yes it also, if you were to look at that vertically and you put a stick through it, that looks like a caramel apple, my friend, or a candy apple. <laughs> oh, it's melting down the top. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's true. That's true, you know. And also, if you, if you really. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I find, I'm glad that I finally like, I'm like, okay, Conrad is the turtle man. Ubik is the floaty tentacle man. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we get, it starts off with like, three or four different shots like angles of the god hand to the point where i was like these almost seem like uh music like album covers like alternate album covers of them or something right or like these would be in the booklet behind the album covers these extra pictures for this photo shoot but or wait um, have you guys ever seen like the uh 
the soap opera like Indian drama shows intros. Oh yes, yeah, it, yeah. like that. Yep. It's where they they just flash a bunch of different yeah. angles of the same character's yes. face like just in rapid cutting. succession. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like that, but for the god hand. Yep. And it, I mean, it, it was cool because seeing enough anime, like it did remind me of those times where it's like creepy music and then like doom, 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 like right. showing the flash of each of those angles. So it was very, yes. it was very dynamic in the beginning there. Um, and it's like, it's not from each one of their fo- focus foci or anything like that, but you kind of see like the top of Griffith and then Void's head. And then, uh, and then one of them looks like it's from Void is like his point of view. Cause you don't see him down there, but mm-hmm. um, cool, cool artwork, despite Griffith being a little too buff. He's, he's like much more um, slender and, and looks scarier to me later. Cause he's more bony and, you know, he reflects Griffith's frame more. Who's a, a more, Slenderman femboy-esque. Uh, Although if he, yeah. it could be kind of like a Halloween bat suit type thing where he's like actually custom made his suit to look more buff than right, he right. actually is. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, as you'll even see later, uh, or I think it's the the part six beginning, he's he's a little he's a little skinny guy. I mean, yeah. he's he's not he's not like super like rail thin but he's <laughs> star rail right <laughs> uh he's not super Obsessed. rail thin but like no, no. <laughs> unless yeah but uh <laughs> i don't know why i'm suddenly remembering like this uh i don't know if you guys have heard of fire emblem three houses for the switch yes. that came out uh people were saying that like edelgard the main female like lord in that game put like had a much larger breastplate than her actual size. And I was like, what the fuck? Why are you guys talking about this? stuff? (laughs) What does this have to do with the game? They're like, listen, listen, she's, she's portraying, you know, strong personality by doing this. And I was like, what the fuck? Ryan actually has a dissertation. That's about 38 pages. Right. 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 You can read pretty soon on most pixel by pixel. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the college library websites, but um, $40 for the soft cover (laughs) in, in general, 30 extra to get it hard. Yeah. In general, Miura draws faces and proportions a little bit wider and more almost childlike than he does later on, you know, because even like when it shows Griffith, um, I think in that scene you were saying where it switches to chapter to part six of the Guardians of Desire, like it shows him like very much just more kind of round faced than he usually is. And that's just a stylistic thing that happens with Miura as he goes on, you know, so. Um, for for some reason with this comic I guess because it was always the same artist I see more and more of the images where people are like 1992 Casca 1993 Casca like how their face changes over time too which wait is, till you see the new art Casca very different mm, very different yeah. I mean, it's yeah <laughs> uh, it's out there here okay um, but uh, I mean I, I love this beginning because I never even noticed it the first couple times I read it when of course Guts sees femto who is griffith and that is revealed that he is griffith now too uh the font is also like a 80s like metal album too when he says griffith which is really funny or goosebumps um oh there you go yeah yeah like a young adult uh uh, ghost story uh Mm -hmm. book which would be goosebumps i guess is really the biggest example like you said (laughs) uh but he he's like like remember guts is all fucked up he's been slammed around by the count and he's got a broken right hand. That's your call. His finger is also completely backwards. Yes. <laughs> um, his like foot explodes or breaks again in just a little <laughs> bit here. I don't really know what happens there other than he's injured. But he is, of course, gunning for Griffith immediately. Pun so intended oh, yeah. later in the chapter. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and no spoilers. And, and so Griffith, we get that line where he's like, oh, so there you are just eking out your little pitiful life still, aren't you? And Gut, and Griffith thinks he's talking, Guts thinks he's talking to him. 
Right. But what I think is happening here, and I didn't notice, is that Guts is actually surprised that, and even more offended that Griffith doesn't even acknowledge him. He's talking to the Count's head, who is on the ground writhing around, you know? Right. They're, like, ignoring Guts, and Guts is obviously extra pissed about that. Very triggered. Um, Which, I mean, like, when I remember reading it last time, I was like, I just totally blew past that and assume it was just dismissive of Guts or whatever, but he completely ignores him. And uh, we get a lot of the phrase ordained by the law of causality here. Ubik and Conrad are saying this quite a bit. Um, And just that phrase is interesting. So real quick too, the law of causality is the simple version is it's cause and effect, but that's a little too simplified for what they're talking about here. Um, The, the uh, Aristotle was the guy that coined that phrase. And he was talking about basically just how the physical universe works, which is, something to do something has to be caused by something else, which sounds simple. But again, at these times, these philosophies weren't always, you know, fucking written down and formalized like the, the philosophers were doing. But, um, plus a lot of Chinese guys, 2000 earlier were doing it even earlier then, but, um, uh, uh, that's beside the point. So Aristotle's talking about like, Oh, like there's like four types of causes for everything, which is like the design of something, the function of something, the matter it's made out of, and then it's final use case, like a table or something, you know, it's to eat off of or something like that. But in terms of berserk and the more metaphysical cause of this, this is more of a Jungian kind of concept, like Carl Jung, right. who is like, he's all about the collective unconscious. And ultimately the law of causality in berserk is the the god hand can't technically like see the future but they kind of can because they are clued into all the different threads of fate, cause, right? of causality right yeah. which would be which would now be fate correct so yeah. and, and then they, they can't alter it right yeah they don't they yeah that's always their thing is that they're the ones who are almost controlling or working for the force that we kind of sort of meet or is mentioned later that controls all this shit but um, they can try to influence right, right, right. via like words or like persuasion. But other yeah. than that, it's really. Yeah, they're not like, I'm just going to kill this person. It's like, nope, I'm going to let this yeah, thing as, happen. As and they, they so show in the choice. chapter, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Like they like, could have just zapped them. Can't. And just right, because, right. just because, I mean, and, and skipping towards the part you're probably talking about. A thread of causality was centered on the count, right? So. If he would have lived, which they didn't really know, they don't know if that he was going to just kind of die out and being wishy-washy while he didn't make the decision to sacrifice mm-hmm. Theresia. They say this thread of causality has been severed, right? So yeah. that little through line, that that consciousness, which is a source of willpower, which can cause things to happen, is now out of the picture, right? So they didn't necessarily know that because if they knew it, they wouldn't be urging him to do it and you know giving him the whatever right so mm. but that then they, but then like you know ubik also is like later he's like uh because the count is like hey this guy the black swordsman killed a bunch of your apostles they're like that doesn't mean like mean shit to us killing a few of our right. servants who gives a fuck right so ultimately beca- but and, and it's like weird because paradoxically because they generally know how things are supposed to go in the future they also kind of know what to care about and not care about you know and right. so uh, anyway, that's just like a little background there, but cause law, the law of causality is just such a common theme in berserk. Right. So it's, it's basically the, the, the culmination of, of 
conscious will. So in this case would be human or humanoid, demonic form, paranormal, whatever entities that are conscious and self-aware are pushing the pushing time or pushing events, I should say along the timeline in a specific way or set of ways. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, we all, it's, I also thought it was interesting too, that the God hand are all about truth despite being deceptive, evil <laughs> entities who are hyper selfish. Like, cause they're like, the count's like, he's like, can you just, he, like, as soon as, as soon as the count starts talking and, you know, Griffith acknowledged him, Femtone, he's like, he's like, kill this man. All I want is for you to fucking kill this guy. Cause he, he almost killed me. And Griffith's immediately like, you don't fucking actually care about him. You don't, you're just scared of death. Right. And he's so, just a tool for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just admit it and make the sacrifice and we can all be on our way. You know what I mean? Or don't. And you're going to get sucked up into our first, our first, uh, vision of like what kind of hell is in the Berserker verse, you know, Which so. this, this by the way, leads me to believe that kind of like puck, these members of the God hand can kind of sense what people are maybe feeling or mm. essences of what they're thinking perhaps because yes. like they're just able to know immediately. It, I mean, maybe it, you could just say, Oh, well they're not stupid. They can tell the count wants to just kill guts, but they right. just showed up and they don't have some like Saruman Oracle or something. Right. right so right, right. They, it's, it's possible that they, because they're so tied also with the, you know, spirit realm esque aspect of this, uh, this manga that, you know, they might be able to sense these kinds of things. Right. I mean, well, they, and just being tied into him and his creation. Cause like, well, we already created you and now you, yes. Cause yes, again, yes. as they go back, like you don't want to die. So we just know at the end of the day, again, they're probably just connected to all of their little babies out there. <laughs> also, uh, I do want to point something out just a little bit earlier when we were talking about, uh, Griffith saying, you know, still squirming around in your existence. I see, I think he actually is talking to guts here because they make a point of like showing like four different shots of him looking specifically down a stairway at the angle where guts is and then speaking. And I think he's talking to guts because he actually um, I'm not going to say like what his intentions are yet. Maybe we can talk about that more once we know more about Griffith Mm -hmm. in these in the backstory, which will come. Um, But like, I think he's talking to him and actually him talking to guts is interesting because he doesn't talk to puck he doesn't talk to any other character there so it's like he's either trying to just get at dig a little bit at guts or maybe there's something in his you know past self that's actually having that connection with guts in a way that's making him reach out right like even though it's in a bad way right it's it's tough to say though because he's looking to the right because they do that like it looks like he's looking at him and then you see him question mark and he's actually looking right well, no, he's looking down, down the and head. the actual sound effect is of him turning. The, the wish, wish sound effect in Japanese is of him like, and you can even see his foot like stepping toward now uh, the uh, the count. Because like you can see guts down at the foot of the stairs and then he says Griffith, he speaks and then he turns toward the count. And then he goes and recites his lines, which I think uh, is just very bare bones. I don't even know if he's acknowledging the count as any sort of higher intelligence they really say oh this guy's just you know one of our stupid minions who cares if he dies right like so i don't know i feel i feel like he is talking to guts there uh and i think it would be much more cinematic if he was so yeah i got i got uh, the impression that the the camera you know as it as it is was showing him kind of staring at guts and almost like coldly considering him but mm-hmm. i mean and again this just could be because we all have the luxury of reading you know ahead to some point but um, like staring at him and then just kind of turning and being like, 
you know, here's like to, to the counter, whatever too. You know what I mean? This is, this is all semantics and stuff, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like the, the, the surprise on Guts's face, I think is what got it to where he was like, what? But you could, you could argue that that's happening after the turn of his head to the other guy. So he like, I, he's, he's pissed that he either got miffed or that Griffith is not going to continue the conversation that Guts wants right. to have so right. badly with him. Oh yeah. yeah. Either way, it's a bum out time. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. now, uh, Guts, who is miffed, I believe very miffed starts. Uh, is this where he's already standing up to stand up to him? No, he's not yet. You're right. No, he's he's down for a while. Uh, but the, the God hand are impressed by guts is just sheer willpower to kill Griffith. And slan is very horny for guts. (laughs) Uh, she is, she is for his willpower, for his willpower and his rage or anger, whatever he says. But, um, and then puck is back to being our audience kind of proxy. Like he's, he's, to the to the camera he's like what happened between these two you know it's like uh as if we didn't already know that by you know guts fucking enraged and screaming griffith's name and all that stuff but um uh yeah and i love the uh the very darth vader uh looking up to him you know above the stairway yes yeah. like that that's that's a great pose um where it's just it's completely shadowing uh, Griffith's eyes which are usually even in just far away frames shown just that little pinprick of white light coming from the eye socket but it's yeah. just all black here which is it's very cool very cool looking and and Guts is trying to get up and walk up these MC Escher stairs to Griffith yeah uh, in that scene where you're saying looking at and and this is where they're all impressed like oh my god he's actually gonna do it and Femto gives us this exposition that we probably already figured out because it's been it's happened like seven times now but he basically says hey the bigger the demon the bigger your brand's gonna hurt and the brand or the the pain could even kill a human if you were got you got so he's like so that's as far as you go and guts is like fuck you and tries to attack him oh yeah i love the the, like (laughs) about to faint and then boom he puts (laughs) his foot down and slams it forward yes yeah uh and i skipped over because speaking of the foot right when he starts to get up I, again, I'm unclear. I'm assuming it's like his foot or ankle is like broken. So it's trying to show that there's horrible pain and that he's still walking on it. But it looks just like blood explodes from his foot, like in a very sharp stream. Um, oh. It's very weird, but uh, it's a it's a strange shot. Um, Stomp. And, uh, but the whole point is that he's completely fucked up and broken, yet he's still going to crawl up and yeah. try to uh, kill Griffith. So we get the Griffith eye here, the predator's eye. And he just fucking telekinesis, you know, slams. He force pushes, uh, force push, force, <laughs> force pushes guts. Force gorsh. Very, very violently into a wall. And then guts like a looney tune, like peels off and falls forward because <laughs> he's like vertical on the wall. And then like, yeah, but yeah, there's like tweeting birds flat. going around yeah. his head. <laughs> <laughs> um, he like floats down like yeah, just a little yeah. like a feather or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> and puck just comes up and goes ay, 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 ay. He, he starts like puts a little straw on him and starts blowing yeah yeah <laughs> to get him back up <laughs> come on guts yeah. Yeah. and the scene of guts going and like shaking his head when he's all <laughs> restored to his previous glory but um Boy, I <laughs> and and this is where slan is like again licking her lips she's horny again saying i would love it if he could be one of us like meaning one of the god hand and and ubik and conrad both kind of have their little they're like they don't seem to be related, but it's like you do wonder, like, were they brothers or something and did the sacrifice together because they are so generally kind of similar? Like all the rest of them are, you know, so I mean, well, I can't say so different because Slan, Femto and Void all have a Batwing 
coat. Of, you know what I mean? Like basically like a, oh, that's part of the initiation. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly. what you get. Um, <laughs> and their then, school colors. Yeah. And then, uh, Ubik and Conrad have kind of the, the more tight fitting, um, like leather jacket, like almost like a scientist or a, uh, a, you know, or, or a mad scientist <laughs> lab right. jacket or something, you know, but a um, high scientist. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> keep bringing this up. I'm performing a high science in this laboratory. The highest uh, of but yeah, she wants him and they say, and this is a, this is an essential part of the lore of Berserk. They confirm that Guts is not ordained by causality and therefore can't be among us. And so among us, yeah, <laughs> he can't play among us with us. Uh, but OK, <laughs> not to go into any sort of detail on spoiling, spoiling a future you know, scene. I think that that is very current and that, as you can see, because they don't know, like even what's going to happen to the count in this very scene. Yeah causality is constantly changing yes. and so not to say that guts does but it's very possible that he could be in the future yeah 100 percent. Right? Um, yeah. but just at this very moment so yeah yeah and, and that's all i'm saying is not that this this is now fact i'm saying that the god hand believe guts to be relatively unimportant in all of this right yes. at, this at this point yeah. yes so and and uh and guts would largely agree because he is so toxically humble in a way where he's like no, well, he's nihilistic right like he's nothing matters i'm gonna do what i want to do i am not a part of any threat of any bullshit i there is no fate you know he's the he's the siracana of uh of this um story right so um no fate but what you make it <laughs> god the fucking some of the reads like i think only edward furlong in terminator 2 and the kid from the original 1960s Charlie or a seventies Charlie in the Chocolate Factory movie with Gene Wilder have like uh, no, there's three. Okay, there's three, and there's only three. There's no more. Edward Furlong in Terminator Two, the kid that plays Charlie, and the kid that voices uh, Arthur in Disney's The Sword and the Stone are the three movies that have the most wild voice changes in the kid, as if it's like three different actors in each within each of those actors. Because um, Edward Furlong just has like. Hey man, I'm talking, and then he's like this, and then he, and then he's like does his like goofy shit, and then like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to go into my presentation on the <laughs> the nine personalities of the three greatest actors of all time on right? this but, episode. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be on the Patreon in the future. But, uh, but anyway, I don't even know why the fuck I was talking about. Oh, because I said Sarah Connor, and that's yeah. okay. Complete <laughs> little, little hard tangent. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyway, Void, who is the is literally the brains of the operation. He's the brain man with the sewed eyes shut the eyes so show oh god so shut i should say um he says enough of this bullshit he wants the count to hurry the fuck up and make his sacrifice yeah and we get a full explanation we get all, all this exposition on this ritual which is has been kind of alluded to sort of we know that guts has this brand and in a few panels we see void kind of holding a floating flaming version of this brand in his hand or above his hand and basically the invocation of doom is when a person is asked to say, to invoke their sacrifice, to, to verbalize their sacrifice to the God hand, who, whomever it may be, um, kind of confirming here too. It always does. It always has to be a person. You can't just sacrifice all the gold in your life or your grandma's house. Like it has to be a person that you sacrifice. It's kind of a, yeah. 
soul for soul kind of thing. Part of your heart. Exactly. Yes. Um, Part of you. Or as we see much later, many souls Mm. to maybe go God hand mode instead of just apostle mode. But also uh, it's been a while since I've talked about the art. It's been a while (laughs) since I've talked about the art here, but I did want to mention in the part where he says enough of the sideshow, this is actually a little, you know, for people who don't understand how to read manga properly, this is a little tutorial that uh, he gives us because you're supposed to look um, above and to the left, then followed by to the right and down. Mm-hmm. And it actually shows each of the members of the God hand kind of in this weird descending order. Oh yeah. Where like it, your eye naturally follows in the way you should be reading mm. uh, speech bubbles in manga. Uh, so it's kind of cool that like he just does that and he knows for the people who read, you know, this kind of stuff regularly, like they're going to be used to that. And so their eyes just going to naturally follow that cool flow of things. So mm. I like that little aspect in there followed immediately by this very spooky, like just highly detailed, like you don't expect the highly detailed art to be mid chapter. And yeah, then they yeah. just do it for his grueling, like brain face. It's yeah. Yeah. Void gets like a, a fireside glow uh, yeah. version where it's like the negative space of the panel is black instead of white, you know, and he's just kind of coming out of the darkness, right? Yeah. Maybe very cool. coming in the darkness is <laughs> of us do if we are raw dogging, but um or if we, or if we cup it, cup the head with our other hand to catch all of the delicious nectar. Not but, in front uh, of the child. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! Not in front of the child. <laughs> She's right there, sir. This is an anime convention. <laughs> There's uh, a Gerald room for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, from Puck uh, either. <laughs> we get more and more reveals of Slan's uh, nipples in this too. Like they're covered by her little her little talons, but then a. Uh, Later on, they become a little bit askew, which I just wanted to point out. But yes, um, I mean, that is where art begins and starts. I also like how life. like her outfit is basically, you know, like wings to like do like a kind of sundress cover and then just a corset. Exactly. <laughs> like, yep. Like, and it maybe a necklace for because yep. why not? But yeah, that's it. Um, God, I mean, this is a side note, but related. Have you ever seen the statue that you know one of these expensive statue companies makes of the scene of Slan? made out of troll entrails where she's basically like about to sexually assault guts is much much later in the series like she is made of entrails and someone made a full it looks hard like on the page it's black and white and looks disgusting anyway but she's in a pool of blood and entrails and shit and then it just it's it was so cool seeing her because she's so bright pink yeah and just oh god it was so gross i've seen a a slant statue but i haven't seen that specific one. yeah it was a gnarly scene to to make but um Anyway, huh. so uh, who, of course, is named by the count as his sacrifice? And he's like, oh, the black swordsman. He's a he's a big meanie. And they're like, he doesn't fucking matter. He doesn't matter to you. You just want to live. It has to be someone meaningful. And they're like, and and of course, it has to be Teresa. Like she gets pointed to by one of them or something. Right. Femto yeah, is Femto's like, like you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so and Teresa's just been sitting here this whole time <laughs> transported to another dimension and uh which also good point because of the entrails thing remember that the god hand can't technically manifest physically in the real world they can they can manifest kind of as ghosts right, or like whatever a construct but, in this yeah right and 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 and, and because, because the whole entrail slam thing is that later on she manifests in that space because it was kind of her realm they call it one of the um uh, speaking of Final Fantasy, it's it's her Sephiroth, if they call it, which is a very old Kabbalistic term for like her her realm, like a realm of a deity or something. Mm. Um, so she's there, 
and can actually come through as the fucking meat. She came through. Yep. (laughs) She came through for guts there. Um, And, uh, but anyway, so that's why when we see this swirling, you know, in this, this is representing the dimensions crossing over where they can manifest. Right. So, Mm -hmm. uh, and so Tracy is there pointed at with the Femto's bony finger and, uh, and she says her classic line, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just and a couple times. And, and Ubik delights in showing Teresia what the Count, quote, did last time this happened, because this is the Count's second opportunity with a Behalit and the God Hand. I like um, his little, fi- his finger is always like <laughs> pointing like, oh, yes. hello. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, a, again, like it's almost like he was a, a mad scientist. Like he was like a, um, uh was it goring who was the guy that did all the experiments for hitler and shit like all the scientific shit like um the guy that the guy that did the entire the white angel concentration guy. camp idea i think oh. was goring or himmler i can't remember which one it was but um but anyway it's almost like he was that kind of guy where he was an intellectual but it was a sociopath you know what i mean you can see him like is it safe <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but uh, anyway, and so Teresa's like, what is he talking about? And he's like, oh, I'll just show everyone. So he's like, oh, I just... have my PowerPoint ready. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'll just alter space and time and show everyone what happened. And so we get this whole story of, you know, the count was constantly going off. And, and I love the much trimmer back then as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the but yeah. the, the count is always going off or was always going off. This is, you know, something like six, seven years ago, I think. And going off to kill heretics. So he was still always doing his job. Lots of pagan religions and or just pagans were still around. So it was, it was all part of this religious kind of cruise. These they're kind of mixing the hundred years war and the crusades in burst in the world. This is a Mel Gibson's worst nightmare that he yelled at his ex-wife. Yes. A pack of wild pagans (laughs) got a hold of. Yes. The thing that that Supra said with its exhaust. (laughs) Um, but, uh, uh, anyway, so he, he came back early. He was tired of killing all these pagans. He came back early and his wife was in a pagan cult orgy with a goat God person. Uh, now he does Which say it's a statue though. Exactly. It says it's the not, statue yeah. of a goat God. Um, yeah. So I think they brought it in and then just were in a worship. Like this is probably a worship experience. Well, and she's them. using it like, no, 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 totally. But no, I'm, no, saying that's I'm, part not, of I'm not agreeing with you at all. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, it's crazy that she is. Not just worshiping it, she's wor- worshiping it with the interior of her vagina. So, um, and she's, you know, she's riding in ecstasy. It's mostly chicks. There's some dudes. Uh, this yeah. is very, you know, this is very much direct foreshadowing of the conviction arc, which comes after the lost children arc, which is after the golden age arc. But the golden age we got arc, a ways to go, but very, very long. So a long way, but from there. But um, and I think that goat is not a statue correct he is real he He has a snake penis it is very strange but uh also he does not have female breasts as this ghost statue goat statue does like not every depiction of the gods is accurate so you know right well i'm I'm just i'm saying like it's interesting that (laughs) this goat god is like is also almost like a hermaphroditic or transsexual or something too where it's got Mm. breasts but clearly a penis that she's writing and stuff but um yeah but uh again another I have a whole intensive, speaking of this weekend, <laughs> uh, I have a whole three hour intensive on uh, the sexuality. Yeah, of we'll go deep that, into that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, the count dollars. comes home. Uh, uh, he is very angry. He is shocked. He murders everyone in this uh, orgy except for his wife. 
He just can't do it. His wife is, you know, down there pleading with him. I really like too, like I, you feel sympathy for the count. I mean, he's an awful person, but in the moment, if like in a vacuum, this dude comes home who thinks his wife loves him. And meanwhile, she's been in this cold and is having orgies and stuff like that. But and like the thing that he was hunting. Exactly. Yes, right? exactly. Right. And yeah. so, uh, and then Ubik says, as he's describing the story that her, it's something like her triumphant smile. Like she's almost like this arrogant, like, Oh, I manipulated my stupid husband again. Uh, like I, and almost implying like, like I always have done or something, you know? So, mm. um, you, that, cause maybe who knows, maybe Teresa isn't even, uh, his kid at this point, you know, you don't know, but, the, um, the true friends were the heretic heretics we slayed along the way. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so poor, poor Teresa <laughs> is probably seeing her first depiction of sexual intercourse in a pagan orgy with outside a cauldron. of her room. Yes. <laughs> Just like <laughs> all of us with a, she had her phone in there. No uh, one knew but the, yeah. or, the orgy has a cauldron that is spewing probably some sort of psychedelic something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause you know, Ubik describes a strange stench and like all this stuff, but probably also the, you know, the, you know, all the other sense, the whole yeah. stuff, but, yeah. um, whole shebang. <laughs> Honey, can you make that whole stuff again? For mm, me? Mm. Uh, so anyway, the, uh, I was gonna say the guts, the count, is suicidal. You should call him the guts, <laughs> the guts. occasionally. Uh, the guts. Just mix it up with Berserk and the guts. Yeah, yeah. It's our Eastern European version of the podcast. But um, but uh, so the the count uh, is taking a very large. Oh no, it's his sword, and he's about to like stab himself under the chin with his sword. But little little this was before plastic surgery. To yes. Remove the yeah. uh, but the Behalit is sitting in a nice little egg container on the the this banquet table or whatever next to him. Yep. And thus, the uh, his first invocation of doom ceremony is triggered. The god hand come to his uh, aid, quote unquote, as it were. Um, and they, you know, it, it, they they tell him he because he's like, I don't know who you guys are, but I don't ever want to feel sad again. And they're like, it's interesting here where they're like, we will turn you into a supernatural being who will never know sorrow or despair. And it's like, it's yep. it, but it's it's so interesting because it's like you were saying earlier about guts clearly is to the reader. Anyway, he clearly is a huge part of the, the threads of causality. And, but it's like the count had sadness and shit all the time because his daughter hated him. It's like, so it's just yeah. not true. You know, even, even while he's in his slug form, he's getting super bummed out because he still has this, this loving tie. To but is daughter. it despair? Is it not fear and other forms of being bummed out? Right. Is it like, again, the classic demon trick, we're going to give you this very specific things, but then that doesn't mean it, covers oh, all bases right right yeah. <laughs> they were clearly yeah. it lying. was, the, it yeah. was the, mon- it's the monkey's paw thing where yeah it's it's yeah they're they're uh what what is the male form of a temptress a tempter like nobody ever a says baristo, I think. <laughs> yeah oh they're tempting oh man <laughs> they get all that delicious coffee and it's all fucking five dollars or more <laughs> fucking tempters in there baristos in there yeah uh, <laughs> No, because no one ever says, oh, foul tempter or something, but um, maybe that's because Actually, of our... maybe they do. <laughs> I think it's because of Good our times, yeah. overly heteronormative, you know, sense of love stories and patriarchy. Why can't guys or... be tempters? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Why can't slugs be tempters? I tempt her all the time, but <laughs> she is underage. Um, so they uh, they promise I'll be... The, the writing here was a little overt. It's again, it's like, it's now a flashback of like Ubik is like narrating this flashback or maybe they're seeing, I don't know, but it's like, Hey, we'll turn you into a supernatural be it's like, 
why like it could have been a little classier where it's like you'll become you know like a lesser version of us you'll you'll have a taste of our power but you'll never like it was just kind of overt but that's typical kind of anime probably translation issue writing or a localization where maybe those lines sound pretty normal in to a native japanese speaker but that's a little it's a little wooden you know coming out here but not a critique or anything it's just kind of funny where it's it's very it's like saturday morning cartoon exposition but with horrific rated nc-17 subject matter you know but right um um and then he turns into a big old slug yes and uh, i think the cool thing about this that i didn't think about the first time i read it is that you know how this whole time we've been seeing little versions of the count the little slug that enters uh you know big old general uh and then the the other little version where and then his head now it's like uh, you see them actually forming from little versions of his soul. Like his, like his soul has been split into a thousand different heads versions of himself. And then they're all like eating parts of his dead wife. And what's funny, you know, I thought the same thing at first, but I was, as I was looking at the art and then when we see the souls from hell later, I think it's like, it's almost showing the ritual where like they, like his wife isn't his sacrifice that he eats. It's for the souls of the demon, the demonic dead. So they're like coming up from hell under him and he's forming like out of the power that's created. You know what I mean? Like it's like, that makes sense. Yeah. I I was thrown off a little bit because so many of them have like triple double chins. Oh yeah. And And he is a, he is a being of tentacle faces and things. So it makes, you know, but they're a little different. Okay. I can see that too. Cause it's also, there's like, (laughs) there's this whole black void that opens up to, so I'm, I can definitely, yeah. 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 It's it's much yeah because the first time I read it I was like oh that's him with his tentacles eating his wife or it was like oh no I think now it's, it's you know uh, book ended with what happens later when we realize we see the form of what the after like after the afterlife <laughs> tends to look like that's like an ABC sitcom about the afterlife but um the and we, yeah we see him gain his his true power as uh, Doctor Slugman you know after his wife is ripped apart and eaten again this is all being seen through some sort of dimensional space-time portal by Teresia. <laughs> just front and center. She got a front row seat next to her dad's half of her dad's face as a slug. So she's, she's yeah, she used one of those like machines to just put it on the side of a house. Like what are those, what are those fucking things called? The, the, the projectors, uh, projector? projectors. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old movie night. Oh yeah. Popcorn out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, garage movie night or whatever. Um, mm. So this is where things get a little fun here. So we finally get a little focus back on guts after this horrible shit. He's on the ground, still fucked up from getting slammed around. He's like, Hey, Hey bug. (laughs) Hey, come on. Do it. (laughs) Just fix my finger. Fix, fix my fuck. Hey, sweet feed. Come over here. (laughs) But yeah, he's calling puck bug and he's saying, I need the middle two fingers. (laughs) He's like, just, just come on, fix my right hand. And this is like the first time he's asked puck. He's asked him. He asked puck for anything. Still won't call him puck. Um, but, uh, also unclear that he even knows that Puck is his name still. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's not like they talk. It's not like Puck goes, Hey, that's I'm Puck. And I'm going to say this to you right now. So it's like that theory um, that like Frodo doesn't know Legolas's name the yes. entire movie. Yeah, yeah. Cause they only have one line to each other the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, and then there was like that clip of him, like seeing each member of the, the fellowship. And then when he sees Legolas, he's like. Yeah, <laughs> like he doesn't mouth anything of a name. He mouths everyone else's name. Yep. Yeah, because I just I saw hey, it like it's that elf guy. Literally last week, somebody had did like, done a stupid like meme video where they they're like the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Rings. If 
the movie only contained lines between Legolas and Frodo. And it's literally just the, and you have my bow. And then it's like <laughs> credits roll after that. And that's it. Yes. Um, but uh, which is crazy. Cause of course, you know, you think of them as the, the fellowship, but uh, not a lot of lines between the Shire folk and the biggins. So yeah. And in the book, there's like so many yeah, yeah, times exactly. where they're actually having heart to hearts. And yes. it's like, okay, there's well. a lot of walking around in the books, but yes. um, uh, so uh, we also get a fucking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger from Commando, or not? I'm sorry, from Predator line with a "Do it now!" He's like, he's like, "Come on, <laughs> fix my arm!" And screaming, "Do it now!" Uh, and part six or Palpatine, you know? There Do you go. Yeah. Now. <laughs> uh, give me ultimate power, bug. Um, that's my guts impression. <laughs> the uh, guts impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get this weird flashback. To like kind of the middle ish of the golden age, so it's very jarring. Yeah, like, it's like super super stark. Yeah. Um, and we'll get imagining like, opening this and like, did I buy the right right book? Did I buy the right? Book? I wrote book. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Why did shit. I move to Aki Habra intake? <laughs> like one of them Yahweh. Yeah. I'm I'm just a little bit north of me homeland in New South Wales, <laughs> or as Brad called it, North Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, it is funny because Yowie is Yahweh. <laughs> no! Oh, yo, yo. But no, cause, cause Pause. the, cause the Yowie is a cryptid, like a, it's a, it's a mm. paranormal oh, right. creature, oh, really? uh, but also very much sounds like Australian slang. Like you were just saying like the Yowie <laughs> <laughs> and how he would say it if he was in Akihabara, yeah. but um, porn stores in Akihabara, very strange. Uh, I think I've already said on the show, but each floor in I went to three of the stores, each well because like the bottom floor will be just a manga store, then it'll be store what yes <laughs> no, uh, uh, and then it'll be a, a Geralt floor upstairs <laughs> and it's just Geralt <laughs> yep uh, no it's like just heterosexual stuff but then all the fetishes mixed in there then it was transsexual stuff and then it was gay and lesbian stuff on the top floor um and like we say it is a true started on the bottom now i'm here <laughs> wait and the, we started as a bottom and now i'm wait <laughs> <laughs> no he wasn't a power bottom like the rest of development <laughs> he was weak no. um but uh anyway at the entrance to the gay floor in one of the stores i went into was just a giant inflatable penis that was sitting oh, on a chair there we go <laughs> that's the up. entrance yes because like because it was just like very thin yeah, um, like floors, a bounce house and then, and then the, <laughs> just... the stairs went up the side so yeah, yeah. and you know ruto ran in right <laughs> so... <laughs> like, here we go yeah. <laughs> i'm just uh, imagining like, a bunch of guys just dressed in all those like white onesie suits that like, even cover their face that's like skin mm-hmm. tight and they'll just naruto run oh, out of the door yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh there was a lot a of recreation <laughs> there was a lot of ashamed readers in there just like in the corners like reading through it and stuff like yeah. that but uh and he just kept saying i see you yeah i see <laughs> was it just a bunch of like uh you know manga or was it like actual like you know toys and stuff or like what was in the store it was itself? it was a it was a mostly manga and then one side was like toys there was tenga eggs and things like okay. that um and then there were and, you know it was all like fucking um uh I don't know the term for where it was. It's like, uh, like Dojinshi is like fan manga, right? Or, or it's yeah. like, uh, or like unlicensed licensed shit, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, they kind of would separate like there were like original work and then like Dojinshi stuff. But, oh, okay. um, but, um, and also because it was in Tokyo, it was just like information overload. You walk in there. It's like, how do they, the, the, 
the merchandising capabilities of Japanese brick and mortar stores is second to none because they are fitting so much shit and it looks really nice and cool. Like you can still see everything, but it's so there's so much shit packed into a small space. Mm. Like the game stores over there were like fucking nuts, but, um, but, um, I lost. Oh yeah. So we're starting the new book again. I'm saying so uh, back to be jarring. Yes. The count is sitting there. Going oh, wait. Oh, I thought you ended it. Sorry. So, or sorry. No, I'm skipping over the little golden age. Because you said do it. Griffith yeah, right. is so Griffith, Griffith on a large pile of bodies as he's helping Guts out of this pile. Man, of. you sure have the luck of the Irish. Yeah. I mean, the devil. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, he is, he gets Guts, you know, Guts is like, yeah, more or less alive, whatever. And so we get like a young, probably late teens Guts in this picture. A young, round-faced Griffith. And at this point, you're like, what the fuck is this? You've never seen Guts uh, with two eyes, you've never seen it without a metal arm. <laughs> he's true. got uh, not his dragon slayer sword. He has, he has another giant sword, but he's got armor on things like that. Whole different look. No, nothing demonic happening in this. Like the first time we're seeing this shit. And Griffith is talking about like philosophy. Exactly. He's like talking about fate and how everyone just lives their fucking lives and forget. They don't even learn who they are. And he's like, but I want to know. He's he says something like. Um, but like a, a handful of people are the keys that open all the doors of like that mean something or whatever. The true for the elite. World. There, yeah, and of so the Pokemon random. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, and so this is where we get this little uh, glimpse into Griffith's philosophy, right? Like he, he. This is where we see, without really knowing it, we see that guts and he are complete opposite. Like Griffith is all about how do I fit into fate and destiny, and and not only that. I want to be one of the elite. It's all I really care about. How do uh, I direct fate and destiny in, right. in my, you know, kingly emperor like nature. Right. And, then... and, and he's charismatic. All of the egotistical things, uh, at, are, are, um, at his disposal, his personality, his, char- his charisma, all that stuff. But then, and guts of course is like not friendly, not polite, not even super book smart you would say a little bit smelly and yet (laughs) and yet he just wants to be real he just wants to keep it real because i'm keeping it real he wants to he wants to he just wants to fucking feel fighting all the time it's all he cares about we get more of that in the golden age arc obviously right but um but anyway yeah we get this and then and then it we get this cool shot where it's like superimposing griffith over femto and it's like officially officially revealed they're the same person right but we didn't even really know that because we haven't really seen Griffith, I think, much before this anyway, right? I don't think we've seen a drawing of Griffith yet before this, right, except right. in femto form, so. And we've got a whole, like, iron slab moment sort of thing where he's like, <laughs> at the time, he's shown before me as something beautiful, noble, and larger than Yes. Life. Like yeah. a very, like, out-of-body kind of narrator comes in and just yes. says, like, this is a moment, guys. Remember yes. it, because there's other stuff coming. Yes. Careful, yeah. don't let him turn you gay. He's beautiful. Um, <laughs> don't go to the fourth floor. Do not f- shine. <laughs> don't check out the fourth floor. Uh, Griffith, don't go. Don't go up there. So the count is getting, uh, uh, you know, getting a little, little. Um, uh, I was gonna say wet feet. What a am I thinking? Squiggly. Of? Uh, little. He's getting sl- slimy. What is that fucking little phrase? Wet feet. Slop. Cold feet. He's getting cold feet. His feet are getting <laughs> real wet. Oh, he's getting slop foot again. <laughs> Somebody get the groom out of the bathroom. He's getting wet. <laughs> Gotta uh, find his foot first. Uh, he's getting cold feet. Um, I mean, his feet are probably cold because they're not attached to his head anymore. But um, yep. his he does say like, "Oh, the blood's leaving my body. I'm getting cold." And he's he's having his internal monologue on on should he 
sacrifice Teresia, right? And meanwhile, it's cutting back to like Void and the, the god, and you're like, hey, hurry the fuck up. You're about to die. And if you die, you're going to get dragged into, you're going to end up in hell anyway. All these souls are going to come out and this huge vortex of soul, these souls comes out from nowhere. And he's, and, and Femto's like, that's right. That's hell. And that's where you're going if you don't make this choice. And so, and Slan's like, you're going there anyway, but at least you can kind of hang out and fuck around longer if you just, you know, uh, let us kill your daughter. But well, theoretically, um, the apostles might be able to live forever. Like we don't yeah, know that exactly. You could yeah. keep going until, yeah. and, and so yeah, you could just keep avoiding hell, right? right. Like keep yeah. sacrificing shit. Yeah, I right? think it is implied that they're basically immortal but not invincible. Yes, you know? exactly. Right. So, um, we but, come for uh, your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> and so the count actually has again. He's a horrible person, but almost has this touching end it's not it's not the complete end because then his soul you know is all tortured whatever but his physical form dies with this like beautiful like painting mural uh you know there's no cameras back then but it's like a family photo of him his daughter and his wife back in you know what he thought of as the happy days right so mm. uh you know fucking fonzie was there and Pat <laughs> the Marino one from the in- yeah. instagram post <laughs> yeah. that Steve made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's back again oh god uh, it's cousin brandon but um yeah. <laughs> Uh, so he dies anyway, and you know, as uh, uh, all, all these souls come out as this huge tendril, like a tornado tendril, out of this vortex of souls. Uh, Puck is freaking out. He's like, "Oh, it's like all the evil in the world and all the consciousness of the world are fucking, you know, whatever." And so they drag um, uh, the count's body and start ripping it apart. And then when you see him again, he is restored to his you know normal human form. And this well, is where we get his horrific, which is you know, his like, soul, exactly and, his yeah. soul. And right? You do get the little Easter egg, and they call it out straight up that Vargas, yes, the exactly. troll man, is part of this. Yes. Who hated, um, it's, and it, that's a good count. call out because, like, I was like, that also could be a clue into the lore of the Berserk kind of you know afterlife world rules and stuff because the metaphysics. Because it's crazy that like Vargas, as we are presented him was an innocent you know like we don't know that for a fact well it seemed like he kind of was going on to some weird shit and then it went a little too far acknowledged that he was fucked up himself right yeah like but but like he he was like it's it's basically like because you know because uh uh guts you know sees all the crazy experiments and he's like so it implies he could have been more of a mad scientist than an actual doctor trying to help people which is what he said but he was a tortured person who seemed as as presented to us to love his you know his wife is getting whatever. And was just like torture, awful, you know, treated like shit, but it's just so fucked up. And it feels very berserk that it's like, Oh, even Vargas is just sent straight to hell after being falsely sacrificed, falsely executed by the guy that horrifically tortured his family in front of him and ate parts of them, ate his own legs in front of him, you know, but he at least gets some revenge here. Cause he yeah, gets yeah, yeah. to somehow be summoned up and connected to like all him. the swirling yeah, shit. Yeah. It takes him. Yes. How does he become the one to actually get some revenge here? It takes, I'll see you in hell to like the actual physical. Form. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll eat uh, you in hell. Uh, I, I was also kind of bummed though, that Puck, we didn't get an old fella out of puck, you know, whatever, but, um, but yeah, he does get his kind of vengeance, but then yeah, it's, it was just interesting to me where it's like uh i mean there's talk of heaven in a little bit between guts and Teresia once the dust settles but it is interesting where it's like does anyone go to heaven in this universe you know what i mean like it's like we just what we does don't heaven know look that. like exactly like, how yeah. do you get there right uh i'm saying this rhetorically because i know later 
I know yeah. what heaven looks like. I've been <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the partition area at Anime Expo. <laughs> <laughs> we both went different routes, but we got the same idea. Yep. Oh, the Geralt room. <laughs> Finally. I'm never With going no back. cameras. Never need to. It's in my mind. <laughs> Big dick, sexy man. Um, gosh. Ah, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus back here. Uh, That's a great T-shirt, Steve. Right? BDSM. Leave but me it's alone. Big, yeah. Sexy man. Is the there it is. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's fucking girl Yes. Akira. Jeez. Uh. So they um the these 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 entities these these you know absolute ghouls. Yes. <laughs> These ABs, or sorry, these AGs, the absolute ghouls, uh, start taking guts as well. They're grabbing at his boots and uh, his his hand. Like the art wasn't the greatest here because, like, I wish it would have cut a little bit more to his hand. Like, oh, his finger popped back. Whatever, it's fine. It keeps the action, you know, quick and and dirty. But his hand just says like twitch, twitch a couple times, and then all of a sudden he's able, and I'm not saying that in a critical way, I'm just saying, and he's very quickly able to then load his arm cannon as he's getting dragged away. The coolest part about this to me is, of course, I thought, oh, he's going to blow the souls away and get them off of his leg. Oh, it's so nope. funny. Nope. <laughs> nope. Even, even in being literally dragged to hell for eternity, he wants to take what he thinks is one last shot at Griffith and try to kill him with his fucking cannon. Yep. Uh, which is so fucking awesome. Like, it's just yes. so, just so guts. But um, uh, Griffith, of course, Matrix dodges it very easily. And they all kind of stare at guts and then just bink, they wink out of existence. And uh, and the uh, the tornado of the interstice, uh, you know, goes back to this guy and whatever. But uh, so, so these God hand, they just fucking ruin people's lives and just blip away into back into the, the uh, their other dimension. But um, yep. we get a, we get a weird, so, so guts and Teresa and puck and the Bay Hallet, uh the Bay Hallet just kind of goes, dink, dink and rolls towards them, which is, which is funny too. Again, like you were saying, Ryan, it, flying in the face of if guts had no, you know, fucking roll in the law. How is this fucking thing just magically, you know what I mean? Like consistently yeah. through the whole series coming back to him. But him around. Um, future yeah. name, Betchy. I keep calling it Betchy, even though Puck hasn't named it that yet. I don't think, but. Um, Little Betchers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I thought that this was like one of the very few times where the art was just confusing what it was trying to accomplish, which is we're supposed to get the sense of like, not that they're all falling from a great height, but as the, as reality switches back to, you know, the real world, the physical world, mm-hmm. the dragon slayer goes like clink, clink. And it, he's like, he basically just draws two dragon slayers and it's supposed to be them like settling on the ground and like vibrating down or whatever. Yeah. But... That, that was very oddly drawn. Cause like uh, usually that someone would draw one a bit fainter than the other exactly, to show like yes. motion or something, but yeah, it's kind of a wonky, uh, it almost looks like it was just overlooked. Like he was supposed to do that, like layer it more or whatever. But again, it doesn't matter. It's just a funny look. I'm like, is guts going to fucking, you know, I know he isn't. It's like, is he going to dual wield now? Was it given the gift of a, a twin dragon slayer? And the, the paradigm shift caused a, yeah. an abnormality that right. has two dragon slayers now, <laughs> but they can never touch. Yes, um, but, uh, it's time cop rules. Cancel <laughs> each other out and turn into a primordial puddle of goo. Yeah, um, you know what? You got to clean yourself up there. Right. Okay. <laughs> when, when you get different you, suit, you're a stupid bad guy. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> of course, just like always, what you fuck, fuck segment. Ryan's answer is always going to be no, but have you seen Time Cop starring Jean-Claude Van Damme? 
No, I have not. Yeah. But I've heard of it. Of course. So that's yeah. of course. A, it's a good some, one. It's yeah. a good bad movie. It's a shitty bad yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, also, something I, I didn't notice the first time I read this is just, or at least didn't remember, is that they just straight up show this, the, the Count's human body. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, just yeah. half of it. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you'd expect like his his alien or like sluggy form would be like there, but no, it's he's just back to being a human. Yes, it's um, and it's of course my like back to my five year old self where I was worrying way too much in a very OCD way about and like you know about the um the mechanics of things. I'm like, wait, but so you so then the proportions don't make sense because if his chest was half of his head below his nose, that means that he should have like the top of his slug chest and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it, it was just, I'm that's like, I literally in my head was like, Oh, interesting. Like the proportions of his human body. And I'm like, he was just a head before, but it doesn't fucking matter. But I used to fucking go to town on that shit as a kid. Or again, uh-huh. noticing that from one episode to another of the same cartoon, like a Ninja Turtles episode, right? One episode would have really great quality animation. And then, like, the next three would look like they were animated by another team, mm. which I knew after, after the fact, yes, they would send certain episode runs to, like, a Korean studio that wasn't quite as good, but they weren't, like, the they weren't the big, they were, like, Freak of the Week episodes and not big episodes. So they, like, were okay with kind of shittier quality or whatever. Uh, but I would try to tell this to my friends, and they would look at me like it was a fuck. They're like, no, it's not. What are you talking about? Shut up. Or that there was a different voice actor for a cartoon character compared to the last season or whatever too. And so, mm. yeah, anyway, I remember, uh, another like little tangent based off of that is, uh, when I first watched Westworld, mm-hmm. the first couple episodes or something, there's, uh, I don't really remember the names of the people in the show, but Same, the, the, yeah. the late, the lady, the blonde who was, gal. Yes. Yeah. Who was smoking a cigarette at the start. That cigarette changes lengths and amounts of smoke. Oh, every. Yeah, yeah three seconds (laughs) and it's like it's like boom it's it's full it's not even lit and then boom it's like almost done and then it's back to it and it's it's never even getting like shorter or getting longer it's like random and that really pissed me off it's like the starbucks cup in uh, game of thrones yeah exactly yes yeah the the continuity guy which is i forgot i think that leo guy told us the name of that role the person that's supposed to handle continuity of things in the background there's some some name. Well, and then that's just yeah, someone on set, and then they that's have to saying. zap it, yeah, and then yeah. it just comes at a cost, yeah. right? It's like he was like, when the certain guy doesn't do their job, we have to take it out and post yeah. or whatever. So, yeah. um, but uh, and then it's cool when they invert that, and it's like like a sci-fi thing, you know, high science thing or something where <laughs> they use those things, like Christopher Nolan will use those things to effect, to show that this is a weird time jumping thing, but he's almost it's a subtle thing where it's like, oh, you actually had to notice that the cigarette was longer before and it wasn't really the her that's her in this, you know, shit like yes. that. Yes. Or for any Jojo fans listening, Jojo's bizarre adventure fans the, of Mimi, the blood, <laughs> the blood droplets that, uh, a certain protagonist used to figure out when he is in time because of the bad guy's ability. It's mm. very, very cool thing. Interesting. I have to yeah. watch that show at some point. Everyone recommend that show, but, um, yeah, do it when uh, you're ready. Uh, <laughs> am I gonna go yowie if I watch that show though? Uh, <laughs> the guys are no. pretty hunky. They, they, they it's so <laughs> funny. You know how like normal main character syndrome in anime is like you look at the classroom of students and the one guy with purple spiked hair is like the right, main right. character, yeah, and everyone yeah. else is like average looking. Yeah, 
in Jojo, there's literally like a crowd of people, right? And they actually all look like kind of decently colored and stuff in, in purple, pinks, blues, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But then the way they show the main characters is they're a full on like two or three feet taller and more <laughs> massive muscularly ah, okay. than anyone else. Mm. It's like it's not even close. Yeah, they're just superheroes. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's it's great. Um, I love that also Teresia you know, uh, you know, just, just so many layers of horrific trauma, uh, happened to her. I don't even want to start with her, but yeah, like like... if this were like real life, she would probably have like passed out or fucking was, would have been like catatonic at this point or having a seizure or something. But like, uh, but still, I love that she says, because this isn't what I'm about no, to say. She says no. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm about to say uh, is not really what she means, but I love that Mira put this in there where now that she's back in the quote unquote real world, she says this whole place, all of it is a lie. Like, it's, it's, a, it's like she doesn't mean that. She means that, like, you know, the, she's being more on the nose of what happened just before that, you know, but because she's like, I want to go back to my room, basically, you know. That she's kind of saying, right. hey, all that of this was her reality. Yeah. Yeah. All of this feels like a nightmare. It's fake, whatever. But it's funny that like when she's back in her ornate world of a princess, it's just funny that like it's like calling calling bullshit on the all the themes that we just went through, which is like the search, the lust for power. Right. Wanting to be an elite as opposed to like wanting to just be a, a real person or, a, you know, a uh, someone who makes a positive difference in the world or something. Right. But yeah, um, very game of Thrones kind of, you know, all about the lust for power and the inherent, the inherent evil that is within anyone that wants to actively seek power versus maybe getting it thrust upon them. So um, no, yeah, that, that frame of her, all of it, the whole place, it's a lie is like my live reaction to like half of berserk. <laughs> like, <laughs> holy shit, dude, there are some scenes later where I just sat in my chair afterward and I was like, yeah, this is this isn't happening, right? right. The next chapter is going to show that this was all fake, right? Yeah, and it's not. It's just um, an actual nightmare. It's I, I, for some reason, I was picturing when you said live reaction, it's like you were doing a live watch of a book. But I pictured like <laughs> you just like made your mom put it on a like on an easel and then made her turn the pages as you were like live <laughs> reacting, like you were watching a like a monocle, like I'm adjusting. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> oh shit, mom, Whoa. find the page, find the page. Wait, wait, film my reaction one more time. Yeah. <laughs> Does uh do, is your mom into anime or manga at all? Does she share no. any of these interests with you? No, mm. she was actually heavily against it when I was in uh <laughs> my earlier years, mm. and has gone full circle uh, nowadays. <laughs> so she thinks it's worse or just as bad now that you are. Oh, sorry, not full circle. She's done a one eighty. My Got English it, yeah. is uh, suffering. <laughs> it's all this Japanese stuff. Yep, exactly. Written in English because yeah, that matters. So now she she sees the orgy scene in Berserk and goes, "Hey, I'm really glad you're reading that, Ryan." And she really proud of <laughs> you, you know, for reading it. My book will be in my house if she wants to pick it up. She can. <laughs> I have no responsibility yeah. for the consequences of anyone reading Berserk. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, guts. Um, you know, is propping himself up with his sword. If, if uh, I have to stay here in this place, yeah. I'd rather be dead. Yeah. And Guts just says, okay, go ahead, kill yourself, right? And Puck immediately... <laughs> the boys... No, I'm not suggesting. Yeah. yeah. Jump. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, go ahead, kill yourself. And says, why not just die then, you know? And we don't... Again, we don't know. I mean, it's been... He's done this once or twice now where I feel like we sort of know that he's probably trying to do a little re- reverse psychology here, but he's also not like, he's not playing a reverse psychology game. Like he, I mean, he's smart enough that he could be. Cause like we learned he's a military tactician and all that shit later, but uh, 
this is like the only way that he knows how to connect with people anymore. And, like, the, and the core <laughs> of that idea that he's expressing is he connect, he believes that mm-hmm. like he, he's not just saying like, kill yourself. Like I believe everyone should do that. Right. Like, no, he's saying like, Hey, if you don't have anything to live for here, if you think it's worse to be here than just fucking don't. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. He's very straightforward. Yeah. And he doesn't think about like, the puck side of things, which is why puck exists because yeah, right. to show that because berserk is a hockey fan. The gut yeah. is a hockey fan. <laughs> <laughs> the guts. Uh, and so, yeah, puck even slaps guts. I almost said berserk. He slaps guts, uh, for being so heartless. Uh, and I also love that within like a minute, he just follows him anyway. Guts wait up. Like he hates him, but he's always just fucking hauling ass after him. But, and it's the classic, like you slap something, but your hand gets hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all throbbing. It's like, damn it. Like there's uh, not even a mark on his face where yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. uh, Teresia has a little, uh, curved kind of dagger next to her. And she is about to, she's thinking about it and guts is urging her on to just, you know, slit her fucking wrist, end it you know, quit whining about it or whatever. And, uh, puck rushes over literally, you know, smack, you know, uh, pinches the blade with his hands and tries to keep it off of her. He's like, what are you doing? Teresia? And the ground cracks and gives way literally just under her though. It's like, it's so it's like a, like a car. It's almost like an old Looney tunes where you could see the pre-drawn part of the background that was going to break or explode or something like that. It was like, almost like you could almost see the, the line that was going to crack perfectly yep. around her. But, uh, uh, and guts saves her with the most active fool's guard. <laughs> the, the Germans call it Alber, which is the fool, which is just having the point downward towards the ground, uh, saves her with the dragon slayer and uh, very cool moment. Her hands are fucking bleeding. She's sliding on the edge of that fucking thing. And, uh, um, she needs to learn how to palm the blade. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You can't just don't pick, think too much about that sentence right into the edge, but, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, she doesn't know how to half sword. Okay. But, uh, so, uh, he he throws her up. Yeah, he eats her and vomits her up. No, he he throws her up uh, back onto the platform. Yeah, it's and... just. I mean, imagine, oh. imagine oh. that. Right. <laughs> yes. Ugh. Yeah. No the thanks. pain of that, the destruction to your hand, whatever of you know, like not picking you up, but literally like probably a lot, probably multiple feet of sliding down that edge on your hands. And the only reason, by the way, that her fingers don't get sliced off because her full weight is you know being held mm-hmm. up by her fingers is I think actually because of the guts sword design, like if it was a, I was about to say Griffith like sword, but I'll just say a razor thin, like rapier type or like an average long sword or a cutlass. Yeah. It would be sharp enough to, if guts did the same motion, she would just, she would just die. Right. Right. Some tendons would have been cut. It's very, because guts sword doesn't rely on the sharpness. It relies on the massive hunk of metal iron, you know? (laughs) Yeah. The edge, the edge might be, proportionally sharp enough but not it's it's a little bit thick oh so it's certainly a lot of it but it's um, like yeah exactly yeah. but uh but yeah he throws her aside and uh it, we get this really interesting moment where her hands are bleeding and puck comments on how awful the injury looks and and also assuming puck's gonna go over and fucking you know he tries to, or you know, he does try to fix it or something later she smacks him away but um uh and then guts like looks at his own he sees her injury looks at his own bandaged right hand and, and realizes he's trembling. Yeah. yeah, he like clenches it to stop the trembling, you know? And so, um, and it's like, I know generally where this is all, this whole following final moment in this chapter is alluding to, but like, it is really interesting because he he does this and then Teresia slaps Puck away. She, you know, he's trying to help her. And uh, she says, I'll kill you. She swears revenge on Guts and Guts is like, 
sounds good. I'm, I'll be waiting for you. And he, and he says that look in your eye, it, it looks like you found a reason to live. You know, like he gave her this vengeance to live for. Uh, but so he's walking away after this. And this is where we get, uh, or no, sorry, there's a couple pages left, but, um, she's screaming after him. Right. I think. And then, uh, and looking real mad and, uh, He's walking. Yeah, I hate you. Yeah, he grabs. Uh, yeah, it's her Anakin you Skywalker moment. Yeah, uh, he grabs his fucking cloak out of like rubble, which I love oh, too. Okay, <laughs> he grabs on. it off of the priest. Oh yes, that's I right. didn't yeah, even yeah. see because he blends in, but yeah. it's the priest that he disguised. Yes. So the continuity Great is continuity. just immaculate yeah. here. Uh, yeah, don't have to fix it in post, but yeah, he grabs his cloak, puts it back on, grabs using the Bayhillet too. Using, yeah, grabs Betchy the Bayhillet, uh, is walking out. She says, "I'll kill you," and. He, you know, he says, it's like, oh, great. You know, you're going to, you have something to live for now. So as he's walking out and Puck is like, wait, wait up. You know, and, and that next and final page in the chapter or second to final, I guess, is Guts is fucking like, he's got tear, a, a tear at least in his eye. And he's got the, even in his, uh, you know, not open eye. Right. So his tear duct still intact. Yeah. Um, and he, and he's got it. This is the, this is the chubby round face Guts uh, panel that we see all over the berserk accounts and memes and things like that but uh, it's the first time we see him full-on cry and it's crazy that like with so much trauma and anger like associated with griffith that seeing a young girl with her hands cut is what finally makes him cry and and the and her leaving a child behind with her saying i'm going to find you and kill you is what finally breaks guts down so um yeah, I think, and I think also, uh, like him just looking at Teresia is like, hey, like this could have been, yeah, know, like exactly, yeah. If I didn't, you know, just have this willpower to go onward, and like seeing someone else go through it and have the exact reaction, opposite reaction of like the what ifs, right? Like that, right. that probably fucks him up. Yeah. Uh, along with all the, you know, just crazy, you know, overstimulation of whatever the hell the the Tasmanian devil had to right. say about yeah, this, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like chapter. it's like shades of shades of what the relationship with him and Gambino who will meet next time uh in the golden age arc episode but um you know daddy issues they're the ones that make everyone cry the most but uh yeah. but we don't know that yet but um uh that is the end of the guardians of desires that was that was parts 5 and 6 it seemed weird to um to stop because there was only like 40 pages for the for part five. And then I suppose to fart, God, <laughs> fart picks, fart <laughs> six, part six. And, yeah. uh, so we wanted to finish this up and just get into the golden age arc next time, but, um, into it. Yes. Um, I have a favorite line. You do. And I hope you guys do too. I do. Uh, my favorite line was from a member of the God hand. Cause I thought it was just a very, uh, eloquent way of, of saying, um kind of how hatred grows and how how evil can grow um because all evil and hatred grows from pain right unless you're a true genetic like your brain is a genetic sociopath right pain which is or very fear. rare yeah. um but well and you could say fear is caused by some sort of fear, you know pain or some trauma or whatever right so mm. he says uh he's he's trying to convince uh the count to sacrifice his daughter and he's like come on and he says a fissure in your heart will open up into which evil will surge right? i just thought that was a it's a very cool and sad way of like seeing a heart like you know if if it was solid ground before and then like an earth you know classic cartoon earthquake happens and it cracks in two and all the fucking water and shit that was on top now just gets in and you know 
fucking soaks soaks the too much ground soak right nothing can root nothing can grow yeah um, i liked that line too but because uh it showed like the like it was like the verification saying like hey we're not just going to take your word for you saying, oh, yeah, like because he could have said, oh, yeah, uh, sacrifice Teresia. Right, right, right. But like if he didn't actually feel that in the moment, yeah. there's no point because the whole point of him doing this whole sacrifice thing is that like his heart is fully like saying, I want this person to die right, right. for me yes. and my for like, my benefit. power, yeah. essentially. Yeah, yeah. And if that happens, it would like literally rift your heart in two. So yes. that's that's very cool. And, uh, and I, I, I thought too, that somebody somewhere should make a YouTube like montage, you know, you know, where they just shoot the images of the still images, but then they have the Papa Roach song playing the, don't cut my life with two pieces. <laughs> and then it's just, cause like, I remember in the early YouTube days, what, but before people were animating shit, they would just like show slideshows of like comics and things like that and yeah. put a fucking pop song or a rock song on there. <laughs> I think they do that now for like shit post memes too. That's like true. The, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you? Uh, my favorite line was inspired because when I first picked up my deluxe copy, I just like let it open like unexpectedly. It landed on. The exact page where Guts says, go ahead, kill yourself. (laughs) This is the divine wisdom of Uh, the day. You know, like some people like they'll be like a Bible verse of the day. They'll like let the Bible fall open. (laughs) Like, I just let it go ahead, kill yourself. And I love how he's drawn there. Like he's drawn super smug and like like all his confidence is restored, even though obviously it's fake confidence. Right. But it's Mm -hmm. just so funny. I was like, go ahead, kill yourself. Like, it's just so it's so goofy in the best way because of everything that just happened on the pages before then, you know? So, yeah, but there were, there were so many cool lines uh, said in like the, the chapter or the part five. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I had to go with this one cause it was a little funny and it yeah. also like, it, it's, it's just very memorable. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What about you, Steve? Uh, I can't find it, uh, <laughs> but it was basically the, you don't, you know, um, you're just scared of dying. You're a pussy, right? Like, oh, right. To the kill. Oh, when, yes. yeah, 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 exactly. When, when, uh, Femto says yeah. to him, like, oh, yeah, like we, we're not going to kill, we're not going to kill the berserk over there. Right. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. He says, we're not going to, we don't need to, this, this meaningless man isn't your enemy. You just don't are too scared to die. Right, 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 right. right. The so truth. Just, yeah. That cutting through to his true desire. Yes. Um, the next segment is the sword report. We can kind of, uh, discuss any, weapon tech cool weapon techniques or crazy things that happen in this um and uh give a little bit of an expert opinion as ryan and i are in a uh medieval and renaissance martial arts group but yes um i mean the only the only time he uses the sword is for that insane life-saving moment of uh teresia right yes also and when he tried to strike down uh what's that's true he does come up with a tail guard which does Mm, look pretty legit i mean he's he's walking up with a broken foot might i add so you know with as much as he can he's oh gosh and i just realized i looked at the the panel harder his finger is still straight as if it's like just hanging broken yeah uh puck puck doesn't heal his hand until after he's telekinesis away at the wall and then peeled off after that. So yes. yeah, that's why they're so impressed. Cause like, Oh, he's all fucked up. His bones are broken. Apparently his foot exploded. Uh, yeah. The plantar fasciitis when he stood up and it was hanging on by a thread. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, actually his diabetes went rampant. His foot <laughs> rotted mostly while he was waiting uh, for the, the God hand to talk to the count. And then it just, you know, 
he, he didn't have his fucking net netted sock that usually right. keeps it on. So yeah, that tight compression. <laughs> uh, when he does do the swords uh, swing though, at uh, Griffith, mm-hmm. when he's on the stairs though, I just noticed he is setting himself offline, which means uh, moving your head uh, away from where an enemy's, you know, weapon of some sort could hit right. you so he's you know throwing his sword in one direction moving his head in the moving his head in the opposite yes i actually did that in real life which is why i moved away from the, yeah. from the mic that was weird <laughs> anyway uh but yeah i thought that was that was okay for him yeah this is all considering, considering he's, he's fucked, he's up, fucked but up but yeah, yeah yeah um and then uh the uh the infamous the classic i'd fuck puck segment so was was puck drawn in such a way that you would fuck they them uh now we <laughs> wouldn't of course we would never stoop so low uh as to so low. as to so low. <laughs> <laughs> uh hey you got those those fuzzy dice for me solo um <laughs> uh, that was a really interesting part hey, of his origin yeah. where he got those dice yeah i was always Falcon, wondering but, yeah but yeah. um anyway i i couldn't i mean this this is i think technically the last i'd fuck puck segment in a long while because the golden age arc he's not around anymore so um i guess we have to say goodbye to puck for a little bit just for a, a little bit but farewell uh, um pro- probably like 23 episodes we have to say goodbye to him or something it's because the golden <laughs> age arc is massive but um uh he doesn't have a massive but he has a little butt and uh there there wasn't a lot of sexy scenes in this this was a very kind of religious For puck yeah there was a, right. there was a uh, the other yeah. things oh my, my yeah. oh that's my answer oh my was man. gonna be if he got swept up into that timeline uh <laughs> oh, yeah. back into the past and maybe caught a load then you know sure <laughs> sure everyone's the, uh ambrosia would have affected a smaller creature mm, you know? yes yes, yeah. yes he would have been going yeah, wild up he would have been rubbing <laughs> those cheeks along the horns up there oh, you know he would have been deep in the prostate flex <laughs> oh, yeah just kind of again like the crawling show, around you know, just yeah. crawl up there and fucking yeah exactly around. Yeah, uh, do a fucking speed bag sesh on the dude's breast. Oh, is that his uvula? No, it's something better. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> it's a uh, spuvula. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, also, who annoyed you the most, a.k.a. Who does Rickert, a character we will actually meet very soon. Ooh, exciting. Who does Rickert need to slap the most in this chapter? Besides Puck's ass. Ooh, I would say both of the little, uh, you know, little guys, Ubik and Conrad's, mm. their cheeks, yes. their facial cheeks, mm. Slan's ass cheeks. Uh, you should, you know, take a couple wrinkles <laughs> off of Void's brain, slap his brain, mm. and then uh, shove Rickert's hand into Femto's mouth what? and just wiggle it around a little <laughs> wow. bit. I don't know. I'm, I'm just wow. making shit up at this point, but Oof. you know, give, give it to the God hand. Yeah. Give, give them the hand that was bestowed upon you back to them. So. Ryan shot out of a cannon tonight. He's ah! all charged up with <laughs> the anime. Coming up. <laughs> yeah. uh, Slap yeah. all of them. Slap know, all yeah. the God hands. No, I mean, you kind of captured it. Was I was just going to say Slan's ass, but it's funny because it's all, I thought you were going to say Sans. Um, but uh, comic sans yes. Wait. Um, or as Steve was saying, I mean, there was all those butt cheeks that could have been slapped. Oh yeah, orgy. Oh yeah. So yeah. not annoying, just yeah. 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 I mean, slap Vargas for. I was annoyed back. that I couldn't oh, slap there him. You go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Vargas, get back in there. Yeah, here. <laughs> all right. 
Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> oh, you're a big man because you got fucking ghost legs now again. <laughs> oh, you're in hell with a billion corpses and spirits. Although, although I forgot his face didn't grow back because he was dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. He went down as the entity he died as. <laughs> it's like the force ghosts in, in like, uh, right. and it's like, oh, well, right. Anakin looks all hot. Why yeah. the fuck does Obi-Wan look old? Like, yeah. Uh, I just thought of a phrase, hentity. <laughs> Which is a like anti entity? What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, do with that what you will. I'll leave it uncopyrighted. Do they call the listeners. thing the entity in uh, Stranger Things, or is that a different show? I feel like some some show calls something the entity. They don't say that repeatedly oh, as the entity. You know what yeah. it is? It's a uh, it's a game called uh, Dead by Daylight. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. If you're familiar, it's mm-hmm. like the you have the killer, the classic killer, and then the four survivors. Yes. But then it's all to sacrifice them to the entity. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Yes. All right. Anyway, brain cleanse. We're uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, that's that's yeah. uh, no more. We I clocked mean, two hours here. Yeah, so. I mean, it was a, it was a it was a beefy episode. It was a lore heavy episode. Uh, we talked a lot up front about entities and Geralt BDSM oh, rooms and, and high science and high science. Yeah, I yes. mean, nothing beats high science. Lots of know. future callbacks, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smoke some weed and crack open that chemistry book that you never. Dude, never I get have, a lot of money back, you know, after college. I have so little in my trunk of my car. I have, <laughs> but I have a notebook of of high level chemistry oh. in my like. It, I have no use for it, but wow. I just never took it out from fucking high school. Oh, I was it's still in college, there. Right? No, wow. I mean, well, the, the stuff was college level, but like, yeah, no. <laughs> weird flex, but okay, <laughs> necessary flex because it came in no use in college. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. But, oh, because uh, yeah, you were not a chemical engineer major. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nor did the points for it count because oh. my college sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, shout out Pomona. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, there's not there's not much left to say. Other See. than I put this nice note on here to actually because I forgot this last time was the nice little sound in here. But yeah. uh, oh, right, right. Uh, but yeah, of course. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks. Be like James from London. And, and be in London. Yes, find this podcast and give us money for our other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, thanks for listening to No Guts, No Glory, the Berserk podcast. Enjoy the brand new logo. We've been talking about it for a long time, and that still isn't the logo we've been talking about. <laughs> uh, That's but, the wrong logo. <laughs> but shout out to Paul, who is a super fan of Probing Ancient Aliens and our other podcasts. Paul has, I think, delivered to us four or five logos without us even asking him to. Uh, he he gave us the Adventurous Ghost logo. He gave us the Probing Deeper logo just a few weeks ago. Uh, he gave us the Probing Gaia logo. So this is the fourth one. Yeah, this No Guts, No Glory one's the fourth one. So uh, super awesome. Appreciate that, Paul. Uh, the I, Mad Lad. I can't think of where the font he did come from. It's from some movie. And I was looking at like Spike Lee movies or like Cool Runnings or whatever, but I can't fucking remember. But the little O with the underline on it, mm. I'm so curious as to where he got that. Because there's a there's like a blockbuster movie cover that I can picture in my mind, but I can't quite see it. Anyway. It was from my 12th Japanese birthday party. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> a story for another time. <laughs> let's let's leave that for the fans to drool over the next two weeks. But uh, uh, to be continued. Yeah. I'm going to find out after this because I can't. Yeah. But but uh, anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, no social media for this yet, but you can find us at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram, Probing Aliens on Twitter, uh, patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens, and twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, but yeah, we will be back in 
two weeks with the god the seminal a banger yes the seminal golden age arc beginning uh the most well-known arc i would argue of berserk um other than that bye bye bye